episode 60 on Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Big ass on the show. That's what's happening. As per usual, we're just giving it a little bit of time for people to filter in. You know, Instagram technologies and all that goodness. we're going to be talking about Arabic hip-hop. We're going to be talking about a little bit of, like, the landscape of, you know, uh, politically correctness, uh, you know, positive hip-hop and and, uh, conscious movements and things like this. We'll be talking about USAT. We're going to be talking about the debate that he had about a month ago with uh, Hammurabi and a bunch of other things. So everybody keep it locked in here on Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Man, our guest for the day is super cool, man. He's been, you know, really celebrating and promoting uh, hip-hop culture, Arabic hip-hop, for a very, very long time, you know what I mean? So, uh, mad respect to this dude. I'm hoping to learn a bunch about his story, about his struggles, and, you know, um, and all that goodness. So, without further ado, I'm going to add homie to the Anti-animosity, these others must be joshing me, tossing me hostility, ruining ability, savor your agility, silly me, really he's full of insecurity, this isn't it's plural, for all you boys and girls, check the better beat bureau, got a renewal, I'm never... Hey, hey, what's good, my man? Salam, salam, hello Allah, okay. Kifna, yes, there's Kifna. Ahla wa sahlan, everything is good, man, alhamdulillah, man, thank you so much for having me, man, uh, it means a lot to me. I think it take it takes a few seconds, yeah, um, you know, to come through. But man, thank you so much for having me, my brother. It's hey. um, I've, I've been I've been a fan on the for the podcast and uh, and and more power to you, man. Sixty episodes, right? Yeah, blocks. episode sixty. That's what's up. Hey. And of course, we had to do a big ups, you know, with you, my dude. Uh, no better way to celebrate than uh, with you, my dude. My man, like, listen, um, thank you so much. I know that, you know, we've been trying to do this and shout out to everybody. Um, you know, uh, guys, my main man here has a podcast that we're going to be talking about all sort of things. Uh, if you have any questions, please go through uh, and, and, and let's do this. Shout out to everybody here. I saw Marwan. I'm seeing Bando Reactions. By the way, Bando Reactions is cool. He does reactions videos. Yeah. Really cool guy. Uh, big cool national building. Too. You know? Yeah, yeah. I love the glasses. Yeah, so big up. <laughs> I, uh, Royal S is here. Shout out to Royal S. Uh, Royal S. And uh, again, Alan, thank you so much, man, for having me. It, I think the the interviews that you do is like raw and 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 and, and real cool. And we're doing it on IG. And you know, hopefully one day we'll get that two thousand numbers. And and uh, you know, we'll see how that goes, man. This life thing is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something that I actually kind of want to talk to you about because it's somewhat of a challenge. I mean, right off the right off the top, I mean, you're in Dubai right now, and like you know, getting on live is not exactly easy. You know what I mean? You got to be a having a mad, you know, super duper internet connection, and also do this uh, this VPN thing. You know, so, VPN is, is is real, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we we haven't figured it out in the UAE yet. Um, you know. It, but yeah, that, that's the way it is. But you see us right now. We're doing it, and I just can't wait. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody, man, that's tuning in. Uh, big up, big love, طبعًا. respect. Um, طبعًا from from out the gate. You know what I mean? It's all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, my, my 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 following is. Uh, I mean, this is something uh, I really don't talk a lot about. We we we. 
يعني انا من السعوديه ام فروم سعودي ارابيا اند اند يس اي دو اي اي ليرنت انجلش ات ذا ايج اوف 17 اي نيفر اي نو انجلش بيفور ذات اند يو نو اي ثينك ان انجلش بت اوف كورس يو نو اي سبيك ارابيك بت people automatically come and judge you and tell you you're not arab enough and then that led me to the question what is arab like what is the meaning of arab and we تتكلم عربي يعني so yeah it's just kind of um, interesting but yeah man I'm, i can't wait to dive there deep there are a few things اول شيء you have to love ahwe daruri okay وطبعاً, after that shy you have to be able to make a really good shy وممكن there is a big um, Shisha culture, that's for sure. I don't okay. know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm painting the most orientalist picture of of Arab. But bro, let's be honest, man. Everybody be on they're drinking shai uh, So I mean, like, these are like part of Arab identity. I'm sorry. Let's let's be real. Best coffee you. I ever had. Mm, yeah, man. You know? The thing is, see, the cool thing. I don't know. This is a fact. Not a lot of people know about me. I I I don't drink coffee. I don't drink soft drinks. I don't do shisha. I don't smoke. I'm really not that cool. I mean, I saw your intro. I'm just a human being mm. that likes um, hip hop and Arabic hip hop and supporting Thank local you. and regional talents. Interesting. But so, no, you must do something. You must have some kind of vice. <laughs> Wallahi, uh, uh, that's off air, bro. Booza, Arafat, sugar, maybe. Are you not no. a fan, Kamen, of sugar? I, I cut off sugar, yeah, bro. two years ago. Hardest thing to do, Saraha. Uh, and I've drank, and I've had coffee, and you know, caffeine is one thing, but no sugar. Ah. Sukkar, man, sukkar is it's the it's it's the killer. But anyway, so to bring back thing, first and foremost, I mean, you know, the elephant in the room, you know, just maybe you could uh, touch upon this. Utaban lalkil that are tuned in, uh, inshallah, you, you speak English or, um, and you're understanding. I'm uh, Don't. Uh, let's say, you know, hesitate to contribute questions below uh, the, the, the comment section uh, and uh, hit us up with some questions. I, I have some questions, Ms. Kamana, you know, this is a, um, like, what do you call, a, you know, participation uh, podcast. Okay. Inter- interactive. I like it like that. Shout out hey, to interactive. everybody here. Interactive. See, I'm losing my English already. Okay. No. Shashi. First things first, today is Inauguration Day. Uh, are you excited for this new administration? And do you think it will have uh, some impact on the Arab world? Wow, I, I like that question, man. Look, man, to be honest with you, and I've, I've been vocal about this before, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't Trump that I was, uh, I, was, I was scared of. It was the people who supported Trump. Mm. Trump is one person, one human being. It's the ideologies, what he stands for, and how people actually believe. And oh wow, they would do anything for that. And that mm-hmm. what scares me. And now that he's out of the, you know, what, whatever, man. Look, politics, politics. Um, you know, hip hop taught me a lot about politics. Um, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I just, I, you know, what I hope it is. I hope that uh, the the new administration kind of, you know. Gives more freedom, even more freedom for for the for the for the artists, for the journalists to speak their mind, because this is what democracy at the end of the day is all about. For the Arab region, I, at the end of the day, guys, there is a, a certain lobby that has certain agendas that will happen with whoever is a president. That's what I believe in. Now we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, man, I just wish peace and love, man. It's uh, I know it's me, corny, me. 
But yeah, peace yeah, and love, no, no, man. No. Like, that's I mean, it. it's not it's not corny. It's it's the ideal thing. You know, Darwish is in the chat. What's up, Darwish? He's got some color, out, colorful been, words here I'll, on the on the podcast, as per usual. Want, you know, I mean, uh, bringing yeah. that heat. You know, I just want to shout out Darwish. I've been meaning. I want to do an interview with him on Buckle Up, and and from this platform, if you don't mind, Alan, I want to take the opportunity to invite him. I really want to let know can see yeah. بعض الاشياء but I recently no promo yeah big has my big family hex she come on the show I'm talking Darwish no of course man Darwish you see man but yeah yeah uh, but but listen we're gonna, I'm going to shout you out on my podcast if this happened you know I'm just saying. what the fuck man it's lunch coming on in the morning so yeah um but yeah alhamdulillah alhamdulillah always for everything shout out to Darwish and inshallah we'll make that happen um, and yeah, yeah, you know, it's just going to go in, in a car, you know, right. maybe, <laughs> hey, like, I will, you know, what you should do is the, <laughs> the both of you on a moto and Ooh, you yeah, that, instead that, of in the car. That, that's a, that would go that's viral. It's also, would go viral. it would go viral. And I would also, yani, uh, social distancing, Muffy. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, facts. You're hugging each other and you're asking him a question. So, like, sure, are you? Anyway. Yeah, what What do you think of that? But yeah, I just want to tell yeah. him, you know, and recently I saw that him and uh, whoever he was beef- beefing with was Naruz. I heard, I saw something that they kind of, you know, how to have a shay at the Janabu, how to shay Jiddam Muhammad. I think it's really important. So, yeah, we, I'm sure we're going to get to talk about that. This is in beefs and hip hop. But yeah, that's, I saw that and I like that. So, that's what it's all about hip hop, fucking guns and violence, Mike. No. no, no, no. I know, I know, I know, I know. This is actually <laughs> another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, and we're getting ahead of ourselves. Taban, there is a whole other movement and a whole other side of, of thing. It's multifaceted for sure. But, um, yeah, man, I really hope, look, hats off, respect, you are my dude, someone who has been celebrating uh, hip-hop culture in the Arab world, and of course, a real main proponent into advancing the culture, and, and like, dude, what the hell, what, uh, like, I don't know how long ago, fire in the booth, and then, and then this thing with the, you know, with the USAT, like, uh, there's a lot of shit I want to talk about, but, yeah, let's yeah. go, so, first and foremost, though, you gone done did Huna Al Kahira with uh, a bunch of, of of cool MCs. Like what? You're in the you're in the curation game now. You producer. You producing. Oh man! No, thank you for allowing me to talk about this. I haven't really talked about it with anyone yet. I mean, the record is so basically. Um, I started to get into uh, releasing records. I'm not an artist. I'm not a DJ. I'm not a producer. I am a, 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 a passionate soul about hip hop. Right. So. For me, when uh, I mean, when the pandemic hit last year, I really thought about getting into that, and I started releasing music. By releasing music, meaning I wanted to be as an artist. So I got rappers together, one, two, three, four rappers, and get the beat, get the artwork, get the mixing, mastering done, and all that stuff, and release it under me, um, mm. at a DJ Khaled style, if you know what I mean. Like I wish I can become like that, but inshallah, but you know. So. <laughs> Inshallah, bro, bro. I, I like these uh, notes that you have. So yeah, you know, I'm, I, I want to do that because, and the thing is, I always have something in, in the records I did. So the first one, for example, called Harib, was out of Saudi Arabia, was with two MCs that were known about. They were known with their new school vibe, very new school. So I challenged them and I gave them a, a, a very old school beat by Big Mo. So the beat is old school. Challenge was they have to rap on it and they did so, so well. Second one was a collaboration between two Sudanese MCs that was for the first time collaborating. Uh, it was called Rasta. And 
So they both have an incredible fan base. So I was the first person who collaborated them together. The third one is Huna Al-Qahira. Is, I, man, Egypt and hip-hop? Oh my God, numbers and, you know, like you talk mm. about North Africa and then Egypt now coming in real strong. I wanted to showcase that there are some names that are not viral, that are not maybe trendy, that are not like out there in terms of numbers, but they have so much talent. And that was uh, Deep and Feluka coming in um, with DJ Lethal Skills, who we all love, and of course a legend and Big Mo on the production. So um, I want to shout out the brother Saud here, who is an incredible producer and an amazing human being. He's from Saudi Arabia. He's done so much. He's definitely the GOAT. So shout out to him. There you go. Shout so out yeah, man, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think the first time that I saw uh, Deeb was in in Beirut for uh, an arena rap battle. And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, the, like the, the arena rap battle is also another uh, like pinnacle or kind of integral kind of thing in order to bring all kind of MCs and, and people who maybe not necessarily do battle rap, but right. want to like Synaptic or, or whomever. And, and, you know. Even had the disaster coming. Like shout out to Chino and wow. and everybody behind uh, the arena. Um, but yeah, I saw Deeb. I saw Deeb there for the first time. And uh, I mean, you know, he's got real nice flow. And and you're right. You know, like I think that I, Alan, I just gotta. I wanna. I wanna shout you out. Like obviously, you're an incredible singer and an amazing you know, rockhead. And you're like you know your hip hop real well. And I I love that. So man, well, that's that's amazing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you don't know, man. I wear. I wear many hats, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm like a social chameleon, bro, you know what I mean? No, but I love I do love hip hop. I've been listening I mean maybe not as much as you or as much as Chino or anybody, you know, but I got my ear to the ground. I, I like knowing about what's happening in Sharq al Awsat, period. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been around since what? Two, two, 2006, you know, in Lebanon and I've been seeing shit, you know, like Oh, yo, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, yani, instances of something that was taken for granted is a Bzakkaj, uh, Triple W. Do you remember Triple W? Shout out Adam, yeah, and the team. I love Adam Triple Grundy, W. Adam Paul Kelly, the whole, Paul you know, Kelly. Dubai, the whole thing. I love uh, Digital Eight Media. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's sad story. Yeah. Bro, this was like a utility mm, and a platform that all kind of artists, whether you were a photographer, whether you were a director, a musician, or whatever, and for whatever reason, it didn't, it didn't work. And people didn't money, want bro, money. I mean, I've I spoken to the guys. It was money at the end. They couldn't sustain it, and that's the problem. And, and actually, uh, thank you so much for bringing that up. We have a problem with platforms. Generally speaking, and shout out to everybody, but I think there's so many platforms, there's so many podcasts, there's so many everything, and that's cool, don't get me wrong. But there's not one platform that you can get on and you can go really viral or like your message will go out there. And this is all coming in because the mass me mainstream media don't give a shit about us. Like they don't care. And mm -hmm. when we when they want to talk about us, they always talk about us in the in the spect of like, especially with hip hop, I would say. It's always like, والآن معنا حسان وهو يتكلم عن فن الهيب هوب وما هو فن الهيب هوب ها هو الفن التي أتى من أمريكا في الشوارع مع الفقراء وهو يفعل كذا like يا الله they put it in a very different and a very exactly and and there's no platform to but there's many people showing so much love and and energy and I think hopefully one day we will become big as one unit and overtake that 
you know? So yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's, well, I mean, you know, it's true. They, they have come and gone. I mean, certainly yourself, I'm trying to get on that lane, you know, too. Because I feel like without people archiving, without people discussing and, and conversing, how are you supposed to push? How are you yeah. supposed to, you know, progress the movement? You know, how are you supposed to uh, push facts. ahead? I think, I think it's super dope, and, and I think, and I think what's uh, to add to what you just said. You're, you're different than me. I'm different than you know. Obviously, you know. Let's say uh, Royal S. I'm different. You're different. At the end of the day, we're all different, but we all have one goal. And even the mm -hmm. way we conversate is different. Your, your mind is different. I think that's important. What I meant to say is like there's so many platforms and they all mean good. Yeah. I am just a bit, not, not, man, I've been doing this since 2007. I launched a blog in 2007. I, I was just talking to Chino about this. And 2007, I launched a blog. It was crappy design, just launched it. And it's still actually there. And, and and obviously back then there wasn't a lot of blogs out there like now like this Instagram blogging thing where you can launch a page and then you start doing news and then it, there's a lot of platforms like that man I can name you ten right now on top of my mind yeah um, which is amazing but there's not one platform in the Arab region that can actually take an artist like you me or whatever and then talk about him and then all of a sudden elevate him or her mm. so I think that's important and that takes time. So um, the reason why I'm going to answer that, Lena, the reason why is because I think there's so many of us that are trying to take the credit. And I don't say that in a bad way. I'm saying everybody wants to be like, I'm the one, I'm the person, I, like, I want to do it. And second of all, I think it's also a fault on the, on the Alam Nafsu, on media, because the focus is like everybody... Uh, artists right now are having podcasts, which is really dope. Talib Kowali has one of my favorite podcasts. He's a, a legend. So like, it's not, it's not, it's not. I'm against the artist having a platform. It's I want that platform to be strong so that it can help the the people who have ten followers. If mm. we both have fifteen followers and we are not like you know heard, how do we make the person who we're getting on heard? Like, how do we do that? Like, if we're gonna start only supporting each other and only friends of friends only come to the shows. You know how it is, man. You're, you're, you're a real, real artist. And I'm saying this after so many years of doing so many things, and I'm not sugarcoating anymore. That's it. Yeah. So that's where it's coming. Well, I mean, you know, you're speaking some truth. You're being raw. You're being real. That's cool. You know, that's cool. Um, but I mean, look, I, you know, we know that there are definitely players and certainly like Egypt, you know, I think of Sea Noise. I think of Sea Noise as a platform that's been doing... Big time. Practically only hip-hop, if you ask me, okay? Saraha, there's fucking nothing but hip-hop on this page. You hear no, I'm something else. No, no. See, no, noise is, I think, the big the big company, the rap scene. See, noise, I think, covers more than, uh, like, a lot of things, you know? Yeah, but, but, they, I mean, okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> Egypt, Egypt, man, Shuf Masr is a different market. Like, that's why I'm saying. See, it's called Middle East and North Africa. It's so complicated. It's not the same as the U.S. Um, middle, the, the North Africa, that's a different beast. And then you have Levant, different beast. You have the GCC, different beast. You have countries like Sudan, which is like, you know, Sudan and, and, and Egypt. Okay, you know, also... Yeah, you know, like, and you have the Arab artists who are outside in the diaspora. Yeah, whoa, it's so diverse, and we're, you know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we, we try, man. But alhamdulillah, God bless everybody, man, and, and salute to everybody. But, yeah, uh, this God podcast, bless, like here, no, this podcast, something like that, that we're able to talk about, engage, and have a discussion with everybody here. Um, I think it's really important. I was just saying to Chino yesterday, 
that we need to have conversations. Like it's important to have conversations, even the uncomfortable ones. Let's have them. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, yo, and shout out to Chino. You know, uh, Mamluk coming out. That's a fucking awkward conversation in itself. In the in the in a in a form of an album. You know what I mean? I had the pleasure of of taking part in that in some capacity. Um, I know. saw you. I saw you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to launch my voiceover artist career, so you know. Um, but <laughs> speaking of awkward conversations and uncomfortable ones, um, one thing that comes to mind is the shift that's happening in Saudi right now. Right. I mean, from what I understand, you know, they are changing their position. They're trying to open things up, becoming like a new hub for arts and culture and tourism. I mean, I'm, I'm watching TV here in Canada, and I'm seeing advertisements for tourism to Saudi. You know, I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. is this okay? But at the same time, you know, they're investing, you know, billions of dollars into uh, the entertainment industry. But at the same time, you know, from what I understand, you know, you were kind of, uh, you know, not not exiled or or something but you dipped on saudi because people were calling you kafir and and being like you know saying hip-hop and mean haida and, and and so on and so forth no no thank you so much for bringing that up because i think it's a misconception okay so i launched uh, saudi's first fm hip-hop radio show back Le in 2011 hip-hop yeah celebrating 10 years this year now the first episode 2011 that was 10 years ago yes i was called a kafir because I'm bringing a culture that's it's from outside into what are you doing? Alhamdulillah, now the things are different. I'm, I'm, I'm Saudi. I'm proud to be Saudi. I'm from Jeddah. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's amazing what's happening to, to, to my country. Now, um, subhanAllah, uh, 10 years ago, God gave us an angel uh, called Ahmed, our son. And Ahmed was diagnosed with autism when he was four years old. Now, um, as, a, as, as somebody who, who looks at this kid and he's my hero in every single way, um, I wanted to do something for him. And I, I moved to the UAE four years ago, exactly, four years ago. And I wanted to do that, why? Because the awareness when it comes to autism in the United Arab Emirates is much more stronger, much more better. And alhamdulillah, he's doing much better. He just turned 10, he's speaking, he is communicating much better. Uh, he's doing much better here because of the surrounding. Obviously, the UAE is such a diverse space. Like there is yeah. so much, there's 200 plus nationalities in the UAE. Me, so it's me. crazy. It's not, and the awareness about autism, like all the rulers in the country know autism and they don't, they know it's not a disease. It's a way of life. And that was a struggle back in Saudi. And I, look, I'm going to say it. If I stayed in Saudi right now, I would have become something really big in the entertainment industry. I'll say it. I, 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 I was the only one or one of the very few there that did music events underground. I'm gonna tell you a story. Uh, so we used to rent villas. These villas used to cost $20,000 to rent for two hours as a venue. Imagine, we used to get $20,000. Yeah. A, a man, I'm telling you because no one did it because it was so underground. Now you apply for a free permit and you can do a, a show anywhere. You can even do live shows in a cafeteria and in a live, which is so good to hear. And I'm mm. planning definitely to come back and do a show. But the main reason of me um, uh, going out was my son, my son, my son, my hero. And I'll do that all over again. Easy. Uh, I'm yeah. so proud of the, how the country was able to, you know, obviously women, the sisters start driving just two years ago. And believe me when I tell you, as a Saudi, when I speak to Americans, when I speak to Europeans, they all, I'm always put under that, you oppress women. 
you guys uh, are are really really bad with with with, uh, with, with you know with with everything they have there. I'm like it's so hard for me to also represent my country that way because yes there are some things that we move so slow but it's happening change is definitely coming in saudi and huh. there's so many great things man seriously musically art i still have my fingers on the pulse there and there's so many great things happening in saudi and i want to thank Mahai you for giving me the opportunity to talk about that yeah Mahai Dahoui. and okay so that's interesting for to clear it up because i mean i had a, a, a i thought that for you you were like how the hell am i going to continue doing this when there's already backlash uh, you know, in, in 2007, we're talking about what, like fucking, you know, 13 years ago, Mahek? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, went, to totally I, called, I called the blog, my blog was called Revolt. Sorry. My dad, may he so rest in peace, he would say, what are you doing? Like, you're calling Revolt in a country like Saudi Arabia, one of the most conservative countries in the world? I'm like, yeah, Revolt hey. did not mean I'm revolting against the, 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 the country. I'm revolting against the mainstream and the, the mind and the ideas that they keep, we keep spoon-fed entertainment Mahai so it was very difficult to to say yeah that. and and respect for all that but now the thing is though that okay so saudi is now you know injecting all this money and and, and putting in all this effort to open things up but are the people going to be on par with that is it going to stick or is it going to mm, no that's a good that question i think Look, man, yeah. it's happening. The, the artists, the, the art, the, the music that's coming out of Saudi is so dope right now. And it's not only Arabic hip hop. There's some really good music coming out. And I'm so proud. Shwaya, shwaya, it's still happening. Uh, um, put in mind that just a couple of years ago, before that, no live performances were allowed in Saudi. Like, it, went, it wasn't a thing. And that's crazy to hear, right? Like, that's a very difficult thing just to uh, uh, grasp. And now it's happening. Um, mm. There's a lot of, you know, sisters, women, singing, rapping, uh, dancing. Um, uh, so shwaya, shwaya, it will come. I've always said it, and I'll say it again. The problem is, it's a cultural thing. It's not over more like a government thing. It's more like the cultural things. And slowly, slowly, you got to break it. So, But sometimes you just have to kind of force it. This is the way. This is the new rules. This is the new thing. Um, but believe it or not, hip-hop in Saudi now is the number one kind of thing. Like... Uh, I know there's the whole Khaliji music vibe, but a lot of people listen to hip hop and people are making money out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, coming from Lebanon, you like, Nielon. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all you can Man, say. Man, look, shut up. <laughs> Yo, that's, exa that's exactly what I said. Shout out to Uno out of Kuwait. Um, what, what I mean to say is that, um, see, that's why the Arab region is very complicated and difficult because every single kind of sector is. Like I look at the Lebanese brothers and sisters, there's so much passion, there's so much energy, there's so much uh, spark out of Lebanon, but sadly yeah. because of the politics and because of uh, the situation, the economical situation and everything that's gone in Lebanon, you go like, ah, and, 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 you know, and, and, and no, no, this no, no, is no. the problem. I, I talk even, about that a lot. Go. Don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even yeah. think about it, you know, it's a lost cause. خلاص, خلاص, خلاص. Dubai, you know what I mean? Look, listen, whether it's a lost cause or no, but you guys are proving and no, you know, you can always, you know, stand. And again, this is something that, yeah, yeah, man, it's, it, 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 it's tough. But going back to your, your thing is like the Arabic hip hop cannot be summarized in, in one because there's so many like the Lebanese situation or Levant situation are rapping different than the GCC. So you can't say Arabic hip hop is political. Well, you know, in the GCC, rappers don't have that freedom to write anyway about that. We don't have yeah. that. 
in the, in the Levant. Yeah, uh, see, that's what I'm saying. So, for example, there's a lot of rap coming out of the GCC right now that discusses the um, um, the. If you are not from the Khalij, but you're born and raised in the Khalij, you're talking about your experience as a muqim in the Khalij, as a resident in the Khalij. Uh. So that's also an experience. So having uh, having not the same, for example, rights as somebody who is, for example, an Emirati and a non-Emirati, a Saudi and a non-Saudi, and having that. There's a lot of discussions about that. But mm. yes, mainly the main thing is all the bragging or like wordplay or just showing that the West thinks that you know, the GCC has cars because, for example, a city like Dubai, when it markets itself, all it markets is the Burj Khalifa. We got the chimpanzees. We got the biggest desert in the world, blah, blah, blah. Great. Okay. But by then, where's the culture element of things? That's why things like whether it's fire in the booth and many other things help in changing the cultural element of things. But we cannot say and you look at Palestine right now, there's a, there's a kid in Palestine called Shab Bishdeed. He's very, very, uh, uh, maybe controversial for some, but he wants to show that, okay, I know that I have a tank outside my heart and Philist uh, my house and Palestine is going through a tough time, but I want to show that Palestinians can have fun too. So that, that's, that's right. one, one angle of it. So um, the question is, though, would, yeah. do you see Shabjdeed being played on UAE radio and on, no. on Saudi radio? No. No, no, can't. I, I tried. I, it's very difficult because of some music. It's very just hard to play. And you're right. Look, I'm going to tell you a story. You I, keep, I, I said I said that story only once once in my life. I'll say it again. Sometimes in order to make a change, you got to break the rules. And I'm not I'm not saying it, go break the rules. But like, look what happened. So uh, Shadia Mansour, I'm pretty sure you know Shadia. Uh -huh. Shadia is uh, is the first lady of Arabic hip hop. She is Palestinian British and she is just incredible. Now she has a song called Al Kufiya Arabiya. And Kufiya Arabiya is an incredible song. And I wanted to play it on the air in Saudi. That was exactly nine years ago. Um, I was rejected. The song was rejected because it's political. It is political, right? Now, mm. but it's not that political. She's just saying that the Kufiya, like the, the uh, yeah, I'm wearing, like, you know, the Kufiya Arabiya. Mm -hmm. Is a, is, a, is a sign of solidarity. This is what Palestine is, stuff like that. So what I did is the following, okay? Don't judge me, but that's what I did. I changed the name of the file to Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again. And it was in the system. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so brilliant, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hacking the system. Hacking the system. Disrupting, disrupting. Go on. No, but, you know, okay, that's crazy, your reaction. But what's crazier is the fact they didn't even double click it to hear it. Like, they didn't even click that file. They hear it. Why? They, they didn't know hear what it, it is. Mahim. I know, great, but at least they didn't double click it to hear it. So it got in the system. I, I got there on, on, on Thursday. At that point, it was Thursdays. I played the song. Man, one minute after the song, I got the station manager, you know, screaming, and I got two weeks off at that point. But I made a point. And now wow. they understand how I think. And, and, and the station itself has let me to stay with them for 10 years right now. This June, I'm celebrating 10 years of Les mm. Pop. So I'm still active, by the way. I'm still recording the show and sending it there. And it's going on every single Saturday um, for, for 10 years right now. So I'm doing it. I don't know. It's one of the longest shows. I've, I've been told it's one of the biggest uh, shows yet, you know? So um, uh, one of the longest shows, 10 years a show, it's a... It's a big milestone, so I'm really honored and happy with that. Thank you, Yusra.
There you are. Yeah. So, but yeah. do you find that you have more liberty, Taban? I guess you must have more liberty uh, in in Dubai. Um, good question. I think. I, hmm. Look, man. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for asking that question. I think for me, I've always put my roof up wherever I go, even in Saudi. Right. Mm. So if I go to Saudi, I do. I, I always put my my freedom roof up. So I. As long as I'm not saying anything against, you know, the the the, the government, I, I never do. I actually talk to the government, whether it's yeah. Saudi or here. We have conversation about how hip hop and how strong hip hop is, and how um, impactful hip hop is. Whether the government is in or no, these guys are getting views. They're getting trending. So why not be with these guys and listen right. to what they say? So that's where I come from, and that's why I'm seen as. Uh, as like I've spoken to the Saudi government many times because sadly in Saudi, when someone disses somebody and it's trendy and it's the most trending watched YouTube, all the kids watch it and they think it's about disses and swearing and hip hop is not that. Um, so there's a lot of education that's <laughs> I mean, needed as well. It's not that, you know, but, kinda is though, but right? yeah, like a little bit. So, like a little um, bit. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be okay uh two street yani i'm pretty sure that big has into you're doing a pretty good job of talking and having these conversations bil arabi yani it's time to do it bil inglesi facts you know i actually never really talk about these things in english it's mainly in arabic so it's nice to talk about that yeah well there you go you know um hope that um things keep opening up where are we going? Did we lose you? Are you I good? Hear, I can kind of, I can kind of see you, but it's, oh, it's frozen. Oh, there we okay, go. Okay, now we're back. Oh yeah, we're back. Okay. So okay. Yeah, yeah, I was saying that it is. I mean, like you know, it is not just about dissing and everything like that. But I mean, you know, it kind of is a little bit like you know how articulate and how awesome are you at no? I mean, again. I mean, you know, the diss is oh, a little bit of a look, how bad this, you diss that guy, man. This is and beefs are part of hip-hop 100 percent. it's just i don't think that the arab region is ready for it uh, when, oh, when, no. when when nas and jay-z dissed each other or beefed with each other they made a song at that and they shaped it uh, you know so no. the, the whole essence for me personally at least i'm thinking is the whole essence of it is to elevate each other's pen and to write mm -hmm. really in, in in a good way so like yeah. for for me for me this is and beefs um are part of hip-hop and anyone who says that doesn't know hip-hop culture because hip-hop is all about that i get it but i think the arab region they take that and they add a little bit twist to it there's like why the swearing even i was talking to somebody the other day and he's like no 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 you have to swear i'm like okay great even the swearing there's a level of swearing okay i'll go down to that level that is when you're saying it it's just not lazy you know what i mean you know yeah yeah for sure i uh, know i get you man i get you there's there's like just outright you know uh distasteful insulting you know because i mean it's not supposed to be i mean they're disses there's a big difference between a diss and an insult you know what i mean there is yeah. a, a a call and response and we don't need to be talking about that you know i mean whatever it but, is what it is mohem um the next thing that I wanted to really talk to you about is um, Bilhel EM, uh, Corona, Macarona, and everything like this. 
you know, digital concerts, digital performances are the new reality until the foresee until the vaccine gets spread and so on and so forth. So what do you think is a fair price for a digital concert? Wow. That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, okay. Let's talk about that. Let's um, talk about who, it. Who's, who's performing in the concert? Uh, let's say there are uh, five artists. Not just one. Yeah, I mean, five. I mean, is it like the local, regional? Um, what, what are, okay. So um, the thing is, um, I think, like, for example, in, in New Year's Eve, there was this rapper, Brother Ali, who had an online concert. Now, he had sort of options, right? To attend the, to attend the show was $15. Uh, and Farai actually had, had one. I think it was $15 or something like that, $30. Um, to, to have a meet and greet, it was like kind of like something, I think, $80. So depending on who and what, I do think that is, is a really cool thing. Now, what's happening is a lot of these artists are recording um, um, the, the, the show and uploading it live for the people to witness. Some people are performing it live and the technology helps both. What's a fair price? I just think really it depends on the artist, man. Like, for example, you know, um, and, and the guys from Egypt, for example, proved it. W Wiggs, who is the number one rapper in Egypt right now, I think he had a, oh, that was an online thing. It was a YouTube thing live. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I, to be fair, it depends. Like, you know, $15, $20, I don't know. It depends on what is the, the actual, uh, the actual um, um, w what do they get out of it? Because at the end of the day, I'm sitting on a computer. It's not the same thing as watching you live. And that's the... Uh, that's the only thing that, that brings me down because, you know, I miss the human interaction. I miss seeing the artist sweat and just go, you know, mad and, you know, crazy and, and have a good time, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think it yeah. depends on the artist. $20, you know, I'm talking like she made alf lira. Is that <laughs> really? Oh, now. Yeah, yeah, eighty thousand. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That no, is. I'm just messing. But I mean, listen. No, no. You know, like, the thing is, is that like, um, you know, in the punk rock world, it was standardized. Okay, it was very simple. you know, it, it, there is a fixed rate for uh, any and all shows. Okay, and it's five. How much was it? It was five bucks to go five and dollars. see a band. Wow. And guess what? How many bands are you going to see for five dollars? You're going to see a shit ton of bands. But. I mean, you know, it, it depends. You know, when you're getting into the twenty dollar, thirty dollar, you know, now you're, you know, I mean, you might as well be seeing Coldplay. Coldplay charges you like sixty bucks. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, look, I mean, yeah, Jack. I, Jack I, I Lish, think, yeah, my five boy. Also makes sense. It's the internet, bro. You're <laughs> supposed to have like hundreds of thousands of people watching. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, man. I'm telling you, bro. No, uh, yeah, I, I really think again, it, it depends. You know, he's saying a digital concert won't cost you as much as a real concert to set up. Fact, not true. If, if mm. not, yeah, I mean, true. It depends. If I'm singing with my ukulele uh, using a laptop, I already yeah, have my cost is low. Mm. Yeah, if you're singing with a ukulele, bro, ain't nobody going to try to watch you. Okay, jeez, Louise, Papa Cheese. You know what no. I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying no, to watch that, you. That, yeah, Noha, Noha, by the way, is, a, is, is she's starting to sing and she has an amazing voice. And I get what she's coming from. That what she's saying is that the, the cost of performing is low. So maybe when you want to, yeah, and he, when he did his thing, uh, he, I think he charged, 
well, I, 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 I forgot maybe $15, $20, but that was like a full show. It was really nice. You get to ask questions at the end and it was totally 100% live. So I think it depends. Man, it's the same thing as buying, um, um, I think, merch. You know, like if you mm -hmm. want to like the artist a lot, people would, 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 yeah, they would, would buy a ticket to, you know, to attend the concert so live if you're loved, you know? Sah, but like music by Nuha, Nuha to tell you, for example, our sheet, you have this mic, huh? You have this mic. This mic is not cheap. And the sound card and the things and, and whatever, it's not cheap. So, I mean, yeah, if you get a telephone and you're doing like Zaid Hamdan, oh, respect to Zaido. I love him. He goes live all the time and he loves to do, uh, you know, he loves to do concerts and shit like that. But it's just him and his thing, and it, you can tune in and you see it. It's a little bit different than what Farai did, which is like, I don't know. I think, ah. he, you know, it was a little bit more put together, you know. And ah. for ah. sure, the future of music is going to have to bring up the heat. They're going to need to bring the heat, man. They're going to need to keep the quality and the experience facts. nice so that people still do this stuff. Taban in Lebanon is going to be <laughs> nobody in Lebanon is going to be attending any concert. Uh, they right. can't even put their credit card, you know, Muffy credit cards in Lebanon. So don't worry. Yeah. But, you know, man, close. shout out Lebanon, bro. Like, wallahi, man, shout out. I, I love this country, but man, you have it. a love and hate relationship because of what uh, what you guys go through. But yeah, man, you know, like, you, you know, to be honest, like people like. Uh, yeah, and watching you, watching, uh, like, to be honest, Nimr, I'm a big fan of Nimr and what he was able to do. Uh, Twitch uh, is, is really crazy, so people are going to that. I'm not mm. sure if you follow... Um, God I've seen his shit. Mike, see Mike Shinoda, you get him? Mike Shinoda is crazy oh, yeah. on Twitch. That's cool. I mean, you know what? Listen, I like hip-hop as much as anybody, but I'm not trying to watch Mike Shinoda. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, let's keep, like, Linkin Park <laughs> was never really, you know, uh, keep things a little bit different on that. I hear you. I hear you. you know? <laughs> totally get you. Yeah, but that yeah, must yeah. be crazy, too. I mean, that's something, speaking of, like, celebrities and stuff, you know, you're somewhat of a guy who's like, you know, at the forefront of hip hop and, and supporting the culture. And, you know, you're meeting like uh, the dude from Public Enemy and, and uh, LL Cool J and, and, uh, and God knows what. Like, how is that for you? Well, yo, man, that was that was incredible. I just want to shout out my brother Khalifa Santo, bro. Khalifa Santo. Yo, dude, this guy, you guys, Khalifa Santo is crazy. He's an amazing producer. Mashes the weekend with Um Kulthum. He's just an amazing guy. His mashups are mental. Is he um, SoundCloud well, guy or is he, like, is he on Spotify? I think he's on YouTube. YouTube, man. Okay. YouTube. Crazy. Yeah, check him uh, out. Khalifa really Santo um, was good. Khalifa Santo. Was yeah, good. yeah, check him out. Um, well, Amat, to answer your question, Anna, sometimes I don't really believe that this has happened. Um, meeting people, just incredible people, talking to Cool Herc, who's the uh, godfather of, of, of hip-hop, the founding father of hip-hop, and me telling him, he asked me, where are you calling me from? And I said, Saudi Arabia. And him saying, hip-hop reached that far. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, mashallah, you know, like, so, Come and on. meeting people like Public Enemy and meeting, uh, you know, like, uh, Run DMC, DMC from Run DMC, um, LL Cool J, LL Cool J in Ramadan last year, it was 6 a.m. in the morning here. We just had, we just broke our fast. I mean, sorry, we just started to fast. And it was 6 a.m. And he used to go live every single day. Um, and, and one day, 6 a.m. in the morning, I clicked on requesting and he accepted me. 
And I was like, oh my God, it's 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, I'm like, my family's sleeping. I'm like, oh my God, El Kuji. And I've interviewed him before and he remembered me and he kept saying, yo, Arab artist, you need to rap in your own language. And then all of a sudden, he's like, can I hear some Arabic rap right now? I'm like, nah, 6 a.m.? Like, he's like, okay, oh, oh. He's like, no, no, it's 6 a.m. there. So I played them Arabic rap and I played them um, Freak at that point, who's a Somali oh, artist snap. based in the UAE. And he loved it. And he kept saying, you know, Arab artist, it's amazing that you're doing it in English hip hop, but I need to hear you. You have an amazing culture. You're rich with culture. Do that, rep that. Coming from him, that made, that yeah. made so much sense, man. So to answer your question, man, I, I owe a lot to hip hop, bro. Like, in uh, 2007, I was a different kid. And then I, I got introduced to Omar Ofendim, Narsi, Shadi, and Loki. And all of a sudden, my life flipped upside down. And boom, uh, yeah. I changed. And I love hip-hop. And I, Nar yeah, Narsi, Narsi is just an incredible uh, a fellow guy. Canadian, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and and uh, a, very cool, a very cool dude at that, you know? I mean, uh, look, if you want to go back... Sorry, I just want to... Uh, who, who is Mahmoud? Do you guys think that uh, rap is a black culture? So <clears throat> I think what he's trying to say, look, hip hop started uh, in the early uh, 70s, let's say out of New York, the Bronx. And yes, it represented a lot of African-American struggle and culture. But I would say now hip hop is worldwide. I have a fan that tunes in every single week from Japan. He's a fan since eight years. Incredible guy. So what I'm saying is that there's hip hop everywhere. But I think what's important to answer your question is that we have to realize um, and, and understand and respect where hip-hop came from. And also, uh, you know, because, man, look, listen, what's happening in America right now and what's happening, there is privileges given just because of your, the, the color of your skin. And now, for yeah. me, uh, I think you have to understand that. and You always have to give credit where credit is due. So there's big discussions, and I think we're going to talk about that. My conversation with Hammurabi and, and not Hammurabi, others, Tatu Tuan as well, on Newsat was about that, you know, using the N-word and using that. So oh, rap shit. is exactly real, Yusra, you're right. Sorry? Yeah. He was, he was, was dropping N-bombs? Yeah, man. It was like a big, big discussions about the N-words. And uh, at that point, uh, I mean, look, we had a conversation mm. about it. Mm. Also, something else I want to talk about, like it's okay to disagree. Like, let's say me and you disagree on something. No. We can disagree and still be okay. I don't no. need to. We can't. Like, <laughs> we're going to beef. We're going to figure it out. We're going to shoot this out, bro. Okay? Fucking old, old school. We keep it, you know. Uh, all, right, all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, Fact. you know, it's, it's, it's true, uh, man. It's true. You, I, you I believe, have highlighted yeah. some very um, interesting things. And, and homie who's asking about, like, the culture thing, I can't help. It's so cringy, man. Like, I mean, it's. Like, yes, pay homage to where hip-hop came from, but, I mean, bro, so much has changed since then, you know what I mean? It's like saying, you know, is jazz only meant for black people? Is fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you know when, <laughs> hey, uh, Alexa, play black jazz. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, 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 bitch. Alexa, stop! Anyway, sorry about that. But, you know. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. A hundred percent, bro. I, I totally agree. And like Khalifa just said nicely, I think he said, I believe no music genre belongs to a skin tone. I think that's like, you know, it's, 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 look, man, like the thing is, um, there is a difference between authenticity and a difference between knowing the background and a difference of repping it. Now, if you're out there, you know, using your privilege as a white person, right? 
and, and, and using that, knowing that this exists, because like it exists, okay? And then using that to address certain things, copy pasting so much, not respecting the culture, that, that's where the problem is. Like this is where it's a thin line. That's why the queasy, crazy parts, and that's why these discussions happen. Because my discussion with Tattoo Tuan, who's a rapper out of Egypt, was like, I'm like, no Arab should use that word. And then we got into a discussion, a heated discussion that we're not mm -hmm. going to get into right now. But I said that no Arab and, you know, should, use that, should use that word. And actually, I'm not a big fan of the word Aslan. But African-Americans or people who, like, who are black, they have the whatever freedom to use that word. And for me, I think as an Arab, no matter what you do, even if you put sand before it, it doesn't legitimatize, legit, legit, give you the actual freedom <laughs> and, and opportunity and whatever it is, space to say that. So for me, that's why it's, 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 it's yeah, you gotta really be careful, you know? So, yeah. and I'm not really a, a big fan of that, but we got into a discussion and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. If I, that, 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 yeah, any, you know, it, I've been hearing and seeing more and more and more of this USAT thing because they actually reached out to me. Some, some homie I from heard. USAT. You I heard know? shout out to them for reaching out. That's amazing, bro. I mean, it's USAT, amazing, cool. but I'm also mad confused. It's still new to me. I'm trying to understand, like, you know, what it is that they're trying to do. But I mean, I'll explain it to you in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in one line. USAT is merging social media with TV. So basically, they're giving the power to the people, which is really nice. So now um, I can go to USAT.TV, upload my music video and have it aired. Done. Yeah. So... Basically, it's different than the TV getting approvals to air your content and all that stuff. But so basically, they're pretty... Uh, I mean, how... Yeah. Like, let's say, for example, Shabish Deed goes ahead and he posts his shit on, uh, on USAT. What then? And he's all like, America, America. Oh, no, no. You know? <laughs> no, 100%. See, this is where I, I talk to them and this is what I say. I agree with you. Now, how powerful is USAT? That's the thing. It's not really strong yet. It will be, maybe. It's not NBC, the biggest station in the Arab region, but it will... Uh, I think the model that they're following is going to be reached and it's going to be copied, in my opinion. I think what, what they're good at is that they hyped it up with the Battle of the Rock tournament, that, which was really a hype, getting all these people submitting and then battle, ma battle, ma battle. And then what yeah. happened is that they want to, of course, enrich their content. And what's happening was like, you know, TV still has a hype about it somehow, some way. Um, and that's what they're trying to do. Now, are mm. they going to succeed? Let's wait and see. I think it's going to be interesting to see um, how, how it kind of all folds. But what's yeah. nice is that you can go and upload your content. Like, for example, I have Buckle Up episodes airing sometimes. And I don't know who watches it, but it's out there. Um, it's just extra, you know. And they, by the way, they have connections with, 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 with like, big entertainment companies in the States. Um, they've just made... Uh, uh, a partnership with uh, um, with the, with Exhibit's label and stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. So slowly, slowly, that bridge is going to be built, and it's going to be. I do think. Hopefully. Look, I, I, when they first launched, when they were they they came to me and they said, "Can you uh, tell the artist about us?" And the artists were a bit, to be honest, like shady. Like, what is that? Of course. And I said, "What do you have to lose?" Into as an Everything. artist. Everything. <laughs> as an artist. What do you, no. <laughs> What do you what do you have to lose? Like in the end, you're just putting your your content out there. People watch it, watch it. They don't watch it. Great. Now, are they going to be eventually? Because okay, look, listen. I worked in TV, and I know how TV works. 
So TV is hard to get a certain content out there unless it meets certain criteria and, and one, two, three, and certain shows. That needs to be done for it to be on airing on TV and stuff like that. With this one, they're, they're, they, they want to control the music videos business, I, I believe, and all the content and all the uh, interviews. So that's why, for me, I heard you talk to... I think you were talking to Chino. I don't know who you were talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking to Chino. And I was like, where's the money, man? Where's the money? You know what I mean? That's what, no, that's but listen. What... If, you have, if you have the opportunity to edit these uh, videos when you have time, if you have time, put them on like that, that would make it cool. <laughs> I got time for that, bro. I ain't trying I to fuck... You know, but anyways, listen, I think you're, it, it's true. It's very, it's uh, unconventional, whatever you know what I say. But at the same time, I do believe that it could be uh, only a few controversial clips and or things being said that get slipped under the cracks before <clears throat> they, they pull the, the brakes on that shit. Because, you know, uh, That's good. censorship That's, is that also a thing. Good. You yeah. know what I mean? Censorship I mean, look, is a thing, man. Yeah. Nile sat? Yeah. We're talking about Nile sat, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, mm. I do think. Look, they they try they try definitely. I don't think. I mean, they censor the bad words slowly, slowly here and there. But technically, I think what they're trying to do. Look, man. To be honest, you said still not a beast. Like still very. It's still small. So I I am with them because the guys are working hard and and there's nothing to lose really. Like you try and see what happens. Like you know, uh, to be on TV generally, how many like what is the power of TV, right? If you look at NBC. They're the most Rotana. watched TV. Oh, oh, Rotana. Oh, NBC, like the most watched TV in Arabia. So TV, like the, the, the shows that they have, is very, very um, sports shows, entertainment shows, khalas, made for certain caliber of people. USAT comes in and kind of changes that, you know, and, and have a conversation base. Plus, like what I'm saying you, we're missing one point here. And they depend on social media a lot as well. So there's a lot of damage, uh, damage, merge cross, between cross. cross, exactly, between social yeah, yeah, media yeah, and yeah. TV. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Hello. I'm so very happy you come to the show. And Pedro's my uh, favorite Armenian guy. Dude, you are, this guy comes on this podcast every, every episode and he just trolls and says the most obnoxious stuff. And I love him. Keep it Who? up. Who? Pedro's Who is he? Who is he? He's a super cool dude. You know what I, I mean? know Pedro's bro. Yeah, I know bro. Pedro's. Pedro's is an OG, an OG yeah. the hard scene, really OG. cool. So wait a minute now, <laughs> like you're talking about buckle up and you put it on 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 uh, on USAT and everything like that. What inspired this? Like you know, what got you to be like, you know what? I'm gonna get into a car and I'm gonna interview people. You want the truth? No, give me the fake <laughs> shit. <laughs> um. Uh, El Derwish, do you advise artists to upload their tracks on USAT? Best, uh, sorry, Alan, can I answer that question real quick? <sighs> sorry, <Fine>. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. So, uh, Derwish, uh, USAT is not a streaming service. So, basically, it's like a TV. So, if you go to USAT.tv, you can send them your YouTube, uh, your YouTube links, and they will uh, pick it up and play it on TV. You know what I mean? So, I do definitely advise, if you have a video, a cool video, Put it out there because whoever sees it had Stafid. To answer your question, uh, Alan, real quick, I am a big fan of conversation. I love conversations, as you can see. Now, the problem that I had and, and been having was new, to get a conversation with somebody, I need to get a camera. I need to get audio. I need to get lighting. I need to get permission in, in the UAE here. I need permission if I want to shoot an interview. We are Allah, it has to coast to my 
So I was like, it's not a new idea. Carpool karaoke, da da blah, blah. I'm like, I want to have conversations in the car with a little bit of co- GoPros here and there. Audio is already connected. Yalla, khalas, one, two, three, and do it. And, mm. and there is something about watching two people, or maybe three at some time, conversate in a car. There is something really um, interesting about that. Yeah, not intimate. It's but, intimate, but, you know, the guy is there until you're there. It's intimate. Habibi, <laughs> it's intimate like that. But it's like proximity-wise. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I yeah but, but, but now in the corona times, are you able to be, the, are you going to... No, like, no. I mean, subhanAllah, that's exactly what I was going to get to. So I did 30 episodes, and then obviously corona hit last year, and right. I couldn't do it. So I, I, I introduced something called the, beat, uh, the Buckle Up Lockdown, which helped me go outside the UAE. SubhanAllah, I started interviewing artists from Kuwait, from all over the world, really, from America, from everybody. Khalas, mm. It wasn't like that before. It was only people who were in the UAE. So it's nice that I was able to do that and via Zoom, who, by the way, I just want to take a shot at Skype real quick. Skype, I don't know what you were doing. You had all the technologies. Zoom came in and kind of took everything. I'm yeah. just saying, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you know so, what? Like, I mean, listen, you know, a lot of people be telling me, for example, that I should consider Zoom and yada, 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 you know, to do this podcast, you know, like whether it be Twitch or whatever, you know, I think that Saraha for, for me, it's exhausting, Yechi, to do, to go anywhere other than where I am. Mabaddi, Mabaddi, Zoom, Mabaddi, Tom, Mabaddi, Skype, or whatever. I just want where everyone is. And Instagram happens to be yeah. one of mm. those places, Arifit. And no, it's not. No, place. I hear you. I hear you. Look, look, yeah. Uh. Arifit? <laughs> It's not the best yeah, at all, and it's amazing that Anna, I've been able to do this and connect it. It's, it's yeah, it was a, it was an ordeal. But By the way, I think I think Uno was asking, is that easy to do connecting the microphone to the phone? Bro, hit me up, son. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna learn <laughs> you some things. All right, I do workshops. You know, okay. send me like uh, you know a little donation. Give me a shout out. You know, I show you the world, son. You know what I mean? But um, I, I actually might hit you up for that. So no, we'll for real, it's not that hard, man. And because you live in Dubai, like you know, you can pretty much order anything. It's not like be Lebanon, but the truh al gumruk, and you're like, like please, Allah. Like mashal mauda. Anyway, so anyhow, you're, um, you're taking shots today. I like that, bro. Yeah, but man, all I again, do. To, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> No, God bless, man. I think it's um, yeah. So uh, um, it's been it's been it's been really dope, man. And to be honest with you, uh, so when I first launched the podcast, it was like you said, video it was YouTube. But then after like thirty or twenty-five episodes, I decided to take the MP3s out of these videos and upload them on a podcast, and that has opened another dimension for me that I wasn't really aware of. Uh, some people never seen like the episodes; they only hit it up on. On um, on podcast, you know, iTunes, Spotify, blah blah. I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting. So, mashallah, man. Like I said, it's been so good because this is the first platform that I have that is totally raw and totally me swearing, no swearing, topics, mm-hmm. religion, uh, politics, no politics. Uh, because in 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 Lish hip hop, I am I am I am confined. It's sure. a station. I can't use the f word or s word or whatever it is mad if i can't do that is uh, it making money good question um to be honest with you to, to be honest with you alhamdulillah yes yes i'll tell you how it's not big money because the views on youtube 
And when I'm interviewing these artists, and some of these artists have incredible fan base, and they want to know what these guys say. So, مثلا, if I'm averaging 25,000, 30,000 uh, views per episode, at the end of the month, I'm making like $150 or something like that, which is interesting, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, man, but that's not the main point out of it. No, it is I not. Eventually, I eventually want to get it sponsored, to be honest with you, and that's how I can maybe able to make money. I so, mean, yeah. listen, it, clearly, Inta, you are a prime example of someone who has been grinding and grinding and grinding. Whether or not there was financial gain or not, Yani, it was never the purpose, okay? And it's those people who are in it for the, the fuzzles, okay, for, for, the, for the quick buck that don't really go far, you know what I mean? Uh, whether it be in hip-hop, whether it be in rock and roll, myself included, you know, like there are so many things, man, happening that push you down and be like, you're doing bullshit, bro, you're wasting your time. Go get a real job. Why don't you do something productive with your life? You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's you're getting a fulfillment that is tangible or a currency in a different way. At least that's how I feel, okay? Okay. Bless, man. No, thank you so much for uh, for for saying that. It's been it's been a nice ride, man, and it's still going. And alhamdulillah for me to be able, like I was just reminiscing with Chino. I flew from Jeddah to Beirut, and I, I I that was 2000 and 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 I think that was like 2008, and um, it was really interesting. How obviously um, I went around asking the streets of Beirut, who can I interview? Because I didn't really know. And everyone said, Fari, 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 go shoes Chino. I bumped mm. into Chino. We had an interview. And look at him right now. He's, mashallah, releasing his second solo album. His, like, fourth or fifth main kind of collaborative album. Uh, mashallah, alay, and, you know, and he's one of the most. He's been doing it for 20 years. So, alhamdulillah, you know, it's nice to see people like that reach a level. And so many people, bro, at, you know, when I went, yani, okay, the other day I was asking on my Instagram, what do you guys think about Les Hop? Man, the answers I got was so, was so emotional and interesting because it's celebrating 10 years, right? So some guy told me, Lesh Hip Hop, wow, I am al-murahaqa. I was a teenager when Lesh Hip Hop started. And you were like, wow, you know, like, so the person who was 14, 15 is now 25. So there was a lot of things that happened and passed and, and rappers that were not known and now they're known, rappers that... You know, and now rappers are influencers, rappers that had no following whatsoever. And now are, I'm not saying they became a following because of Les Hip Hop. It's just been nice to see yeah. rappers that always say my first ever interview was on this station with Big Haas on Les Hip Hop. That is something very important to me. The, you know, I always look back at that. And, yeah, and, man, and, gotta... and some, artists, some artists realize that, some artists forget that, and that's okay. And that's fine. We move Sorry. forward. Taban, you have to always, you know, um, be humble and be grateful of, of, of the hustle, respect the hustle, and, and keep on doing what you do, man. You know, um, so respect for that. My first, my first uh, exposure, I guess you could say, because, I mean, I came to Lebanon uh, circa 2006, or more like 2007, 2006. And around that time, there was something on MTV, you know, MTV and MTV. I'm talking about MTV, like Arabia, and it was a show yeah. called Hipopana, and that's where Hip I was seeing. That's where I was seeing RGB and Malika and Zug. You know, Zug is someone. And, and there was uh, MC MC Amin out of Egypt and Deep and, and many many others as well. Yeah, right. And I think Lethal Skills too. Lethal Skills. Yeah. Is all, you know, they went they went to his house, the Red Lab. Yeah, it was. <laughs> 
oh man <laughs> yeah lethal skills yeah no 100 i wish hip-hop now comes back now because that would be the biggest show on 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 arabia if it comes back right now but yeah that was a yeah. good show yeah, it was a good show. I think that, you know, uh, Warner are also doing, uh, you know, the right thing, you know, getting Synaptic, getting uh, Chino and whomever else. Facts. That's also in a I, new... Man, that's, that's a, a no very... Thing. Thank you so much for... Thank you so much for bringing that up. I wish people understand how big this move is, okay? Let's get a dissected show you. Yeah. Warner Music, Middle East, signing Synaptic, Chino. Synaptic is a star right now. I get it. Chino is a Filipino Syrian artist living in Beirut, Lebanon, who did who does English. The risks they took on signing him is huge. And that for me is something we need more of. When you have someone artist who's popping and you sign him, okay, great. It's it's okay. But someone like that taking him and 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 pushing his music to even further, further, further views. I think that is super dope, and I think um, I think that's super dope. Uh, they that know how much the scene can the bring truth, the world. They know, they know, they do know. They and don't. you know what? It's only a matter of time until other people uh, follow suit. You know, shout out to. Dar- I want to shout out. I want to shout out the reach for the reach for, for for tuning in till now. That's amazing. Yeah, Much honestly, one of the coolest, nicest, sexiest MCs alive. Okay, First I don't know about that, but okay. I mean, one of the dopest. Okay, I do. Uh, I'll be that guy, okay? I'll be that guy, you know? You know, you can see him, like, you know, on his motorcycle, going by and, and everything like that. Um, you know, just, I'm really lucky, man. Honestly, I'm really lucky to kind of be shoulder to shoulder to some of these guys, you know? Um, I remember being a fucking on the stage, uh, not on the stage, on the stairs, watching, uh, you know, a Disaster and uh Mohendis go at it and i was standing shoulder to shoulder with el ross and darwish you know and we're both you know we're on the stairs being like yo what do you think man what do you think this is gonna be some you know who you got you know and it and it was really nice being able to kind of be part of the whole whether you know the early incarnations of arena whether it was the early incarnations of farid going to the events in lebanon okay i'm of course i'm not going to uh dubai and 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 knowing about you know that shit but bro even you dude when i was working at radio beirut i would take the revolt radio shit and re you know recycle like recycle that i was back in the day i was like hey what up Hess? it's me man you know like remember yeah (laughs) yo i mean look like respect to radio beirut and all but yo I'm sorry, astaghfirullah, or whatever you want to say, but yo, fuck that place. I'm sorry, but man, what a what a disappointment in terms of a beautiful thing that kind of turned into a big piece of shit. You know? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, mean, <laughs> I know you yeah. can't say nothing about that. No worries, but but yeah, man. The reach we met Chuck D and and, and we met in Beirut. <laughs> yeah. Habibi, man, look, listen, we live and learn and, and we see things and, 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 and things go and things come. And, but the most important things are experiences, man. I think it's, uh, you know, to be honest, uh, uh, you know, we, you know, last year we also lost double A. And I know it was, uh, he was, he was monumental in Lebanese, you know, hip hop, uh, you know, and, and he was such a good dude, man, you know, Allah Hamu. And uh, he was, Chino was telling me about him yesterday and, and telling me about that memorial and, 
you know yeah, what, what, why did i say that because life is not granted so to all the artists and rappers that are right now that are beefing and dissing with each other believe me your the life is not granted and you're not gonna take your beef to the grave with you or to heaven or to hell i don't know what that stuff you're not so el, 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 your your reputation is what is left to the people and i think that's very important you know how people when they leave this earth how are they going to be seen as and i think that's the most important thing you know so what, what's happening in the chat what's happening yeah. what, what's grinder what's grinder grinder or grinder grinder is an app for homosexuals to have sexual relations with one another oh, fuck, anyhow bro. so um so we're talking about hip-hop we're talking about countries and Wait, leaders of what seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. what what is oh that? you didn't know about that it's a thing man. no it's like the what? tinder for for dudes or or whatever yeah, it's really? Cool, okay. Yeah, yeah, respect. You know, respect to all the fucking fairies out oh, there. Oh, well, you know I didn't Everybody... know. I thought it's like Tinder for Tinder for guys. That's what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's uh, fun time. I, I hope you're not putting something on me, bro, because I really don't know. No, ain't nobody putting on. No, it's not. You know, we ain't no homophobia up in this biatch. Anyhow, so Sorry. what are the top three countries that you would say are pushing Arabic hip hop? Top three countries pushing Top Arabic three rap. Countries, bro. Ooh, lahza, lahza. It's a trick question. Pushing or good at it? You take it as it is. You know what? What? Which countries are <laughs> okay. pushing Arabic? Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's get into it. Type. Um, the top country will be out of North Africa, whether it's uh, Morocco or Tunisia, for sure. In terms of uh, Arabic rap and what it stands for, in terms of numbers, quality, quantity, definitely, definitely uh, Morocco. So El Maghrib is crazy, man. I think it's amazing, you know. Uh, after Morocco or North Africa generally comes in, I think, Egypt. Egypt is coming in like, you know, the Hassan, the it's crazy coming in from the back. Bam. Because, because why? because they were true to the culture and they're now developing something called an Egyptian type beat. If you're into hip hop, you would know that, oh, for example, there's a trike, there's a, there's a Drake type of beat, there is a Nas type of beat or whatever it is. So now Egypt is, is developing with the producers. They're coming up with an Egyptian type beat, which is so mad, it's such a dope thing. So I am pretty sure about these two countries, Morocco, Egypt. Now the third position, is a very very tough one that i know make it count bro make it count everybody watching son everybody watching right now make this shit count son no but that's the thing it's it's <laughs> it's just look it's just tough right now because the third one is very crazy i know out of the gcc you see saudi arabia being the top in the gcc right and then you see levant you see jordan you see uh, uh you see palestine you see um uh uh Syria, you see Lebanon, mm -hmm. Shreya, you know, in a way, yeah. and, and now you see you see Arabs who are outside, you see Sudan. So that's why I'm saying. So it's I think the third position will be a mix between Saudi and Sudan, to be honest. Like that is Sudan, Saudi. Like, can't, I know you can't Sudan. divide countries, bro. You got three choices, son. <laughs> can't be fucking half, half, half this, half that. Yeah, you got look, three but, uh, choices, bro. Arabic. Yeah, look, Arabic. Arabic rap, I would say Saudi more because because Damn. this is the crazy part. I know Sudan, Sudan. That's why that was why I'm saying there's no right answer. Sudan is doing incredible things to come to the Sudanese fusion, so they're also creating a sound. 
You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So when you talk about um, when you talk about Sudan, you talk about they're developing a Sudan sound, which is something Saudi doesn't have yet. So you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Hain, there's this kid called Soldier, and and my man, and the Circle, and there's so many artists incredible out of Sudan. They're developing a sound. El beat is Sudanese, ala fusion, ala, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Now, Arabic rap, rap. To answer your question, definitely, I think, I, I think you know, that's even like it's Saudi, Kuwait is making a cut, but the first two, Morocco, Egypt, for sure, like All in right. terms of what they. All right. Push. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 But um, listen. You know, I I I want to thank you for taking the time. All right, to do this. I know you're a busy, dude. I know it's kind of late for you. You know, you take. I'm taking away your time from quality with your family, and, you know, uh, and everything. So really, it's 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 greatly appreciated. Um, you know, we were we were just talking about you know some of the the the, the main countries who are who are doing big moves in terms of pushing and elevating uh, hip hop elevating uh arabic music you know alternative arabic music and for sure like no doubt i'm a little bit surprised to be honest uh, with with the thing but i mean i take you are by far someone uh who has their ear to the the ground in your in your finger on the pulse a lot more than yeah no look for for alternative it's different than rap right alternative is a of course like i i know that you meant rap but rap like rap rap I don't think anyone that's facts, bro. Like that's uh, Morocco, like Mor Morocco rappers, when they drop a song, like I'm talking about the reach, the people there and, and people ask why. Well, obviously, there's the long, the short answer for this one is obviously North Africa is the first uh, are the first countries that started rapping in Arabic. Why? Because they obviously m migrated and moved to Europe from Morocco to France specifically. And at that point, um, obviously, hip hop moved from US to Europe, and they started rapping in French. And they started saying, "Hey, why am I rapping in French? I'm I'm Maghribi, I'm Jazairi, I'm Tunisi, I'm Libi. Let me rap in my own dialect." And that's exactly what happened. And they used to come back and rap in their own dialect. And the people there, there was a there was a sense of khalas. They're known. So rap, like you're telling me, these artists when they when they drop something. They are played on the radio and in, in, in commercial radio in Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia. They played on the radio like they're they're supported big numbers, huge yeah. numbers. So, so Morocco, North Africa, no one can talk about that. Masr, Omedunia, Egypt is making a huge stay and a huge stand when it comes to that. So these two countries definitely, you know, numbers. There was a guy just trending Egypt on YouTube two days ago. He released a video in one day. It was like 400,000 hits. That's amazing. So people are listening to that. Now you have Palestine, Jordan, you know, incredible, of course, um, uh, yeah, Syria, Iraq. Iraq is making, of course, amazing. But in terms of the numbers, Saudi Arabia comes third for sure because of YouTube. You know, in Saudi Arabia, we have 90 million views per day on YouTube. 90 million. Yeah. We're bored. Because yeah, because <laughs> for real. I'm telling you, 90 million. YouTube made offices in Saudi Arabia, made businesses because of the money they're making out of out of that. So, um, no, 100%. I do believe Sudan is in a, is incredible at what they do. Now, where the country I'm living in, UAE, is a big discussion. I know I don't think we have a we have an identity yet because, like I said, 200 plus nationalities. There's no, and that's the difference between us and Egypt. The people who live in Egypt are Masriyin, Egyptians, yeah. most of them. Over here, the people who live here are trying to come here to make money and make a good life 
So 80% of the population is not actually Emirati. You know what I mean? And that's a fact. So it's very difficult to find the cultural element of things. And that's why the sound that will come out of here will be diversity, which is beautiful so, to see. Yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, like the, the whole electro shabby thing that would be coming out of Egypt um, or, 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 or Syria or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of interesting. There was an interview with uh, the guy from the guitarist from Oasis, and he was talking about uh, he was talking about grime and how like hip hop, you know, is something that was, you know, coming from the United States and whatnot. But with grime, it was like a way that the UK utilized their own vernacular, their own, you know, street culture and things like that to make uh, make it their own, you know? And so, so exactly. So in a way, I guess, you know, um, I'm waiting for, or in a way, you you know, we're, we are seeing that Arabic hip hop is becoming something, you know, I have been in a bit of a hilarious, not very serious, slightly, slightly offensive way, been referring to it as Durka rap. Durga rap? Durka rap. Okay. Durka rap. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean like, because if you were to give it a genre, right? Like you've got, you've got grime, you've got drill, you've got, I don't know, whatever kind of thing. If you were to give it a genre name, what would you call it? What, Arabic hip-hop? Uh-huh. No, I would say, yeah, man, like, uh, yo, that's a, wow, that's a good question. I'll still call it, look, man, I'll call it hip-hop. Hip-hop is hip-hop. I wouldn't call it any other name, Salah. To be honest with you, hip-hop belongs to hip-hop. Like, you can't take that out. Now, I know some kids out of Lebanon, for sure, Lebanon and Syria, I think, they don't even call it hip hop. They call it something else. What but do they I call think, it? Uh, I have no idea. I have to ask and let you know. Like they call it something else, like a, w- w- a weird name. But again, what I'm trying to say is that this is a big problem that I have, by the way. Hip hop is a culture that started. You can't take this culture and change it. You know, This is a culture that started in the early 70s because of one, two, three. And then we're using it now to make money, to live, to express themselves, to all that stuff. You cannot. I know you can express yourself, but don't take the essence out of it. Wigs, now, Wigs has a song, Alan, that's called Manhus. Manhus in English means uh, Manhus. Manhus is um, cursed. Cursed, that's the word. So the song is called Cursed, and he's obviously he's young. I think he's 22 or 23, to be honest. He's talking about how my generation is cursed. We've been going through one, two, three. That's why the people connected with it, all these millennials, all these young guys, connecting with something like that is very simple. Like, very simple, bro. Mm. So uh, he d- impacted the people by saying what the people think. And he used, obviously, hip-hop in addition to a little bit of Maharaganat or whatever you want to, you know, get into it. There's an Egyptian element to it. But he used it, you know? Um, but yeah, man, you know, l- 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 um, yeah, sorry, that's my son in the back. If you heard it, no, like, it's all good. so yeah, man, you know, it's 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 but look, it's Arabic, Arabic rap. What's nice about it is that if you want to kind of sum it up, it's nice and refreshing to see brothers and sisters. I would hope to see more sisters, to be honest, and we'll talk maybe about that. But it's it's nice and refreshing to see people and rappers and artists 
singing outside the habbetik habbetini you love me you love me you cheated on me you miss me Ahla so she. nice to see that Ahla she, man That's it. yeah how i love this music so too much i love uh wow man it's the best more of that you know you, what I mean, you know what would be really great a song about love in rapping you know yeah. wow man no, 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 it exists it exists there's a lot there's yeah a lot. we need more yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure but do more nice of that see, it's nice to see people talking community Ach, a little bit political there, situation i get it um social issues it's just nice to see that you know that that's all yeah it is for sure. I mean, look, there's uh, tons of stuff that you can go into. I mean, the, look, the thing that that impacts the most is stuff that hits, right? The stuff that you're like, ooh, you know. And sometimes, you know, MCs, whether it be like you know uh, Darwish or whether it be El Ras, Mehrak, uh, Synaptic, some of these people, you know, Shabishdeed, of course. I'm not so too familiar because it wasn't around me and I wasn't really, you know, exposed to that. You know, there's like uh, what this guy, uh, what is it? He made a new song. He's like a Palestinian guy. He's like uh, with um, Pop Arabia. You know, he's a Pop Arabia guy. And he just did this thing, something, Maskara. He made a song called Maskara. Did you hear about oh, it? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, man, my name, the name is not that. Yeah, I hear what you're talking about. Right, yeah. right, right, right. You know what I mean? You know, he's a guy and he's making music and everything. And not on my, not on my radar, but like, you know, I didn't get to really talk much about fire in the booth and how that all came to be, bro. How the fuck did that come to be? How did you? How did? How did this happen? Yeah, well, man. Wow, it's such a um, it's a full circle, man. Alhamdulillah. So, fire in the booth is a is a show I used to watch ten years ago, exactly ten years ago, and it just celebrated ten years. It was on BBC One Extra, Charlie Sloth, and in that show, Charlie would you uh, was was able to convince the world. That you can go out of London, outside London, in the UK, in the small areas in the United Kingdom, and get a rapper that's good and kind of blow him up. And that's exactly what I was talking about, the platform. He made the platform where if I got you on this platform, your life would change the next day, which is nice. So um, he proved that, and I've been connecting with him. And then uh, a year ago, uh, Nomad DXB, which is a community, uh, incredible initiative collective over here in the UAE, um, they did this thing called uh, interviews with icons or icons of uh, of the world because of the pandemic and, and us having IG lives. So one of the interviews they've done is with Charlie Sloth. And we did an interview just like this, um, uh, just beginning of the year last year. And it was just amazing to connect with him officially like that. And he had a really good time. He listened to around 14 tracks out of the region. He was blown away. He was like, wow, I would never, ever <laughs> right. imagine the heat that's coming out, played a couple on his show. And then subhanAllah, December, uh, he, he kind of not relocated, kind of had a residency in the UAE. And that had him and Nomad DXB discuss, let's do fire in the booth UAE. And uh, that's where the cypher came about. So the cypher is having five incredible MCs that show the diversity of it. My role was as a consultant just to, you know, uh, make sure to select the best rappers for this opportunity. What people need to know is that this is a show. It's a segment. There's going to be more and more, inshallah. Mm. So the fact of the matter, the victory and the win here is seven rappers because five were in the rappers and then two had a solo one that's coming up. So that's really nice. Um, seven rappers out of the UAE representing the fire in the booth UAE series. 
which is nice because there was other people, uh, one from, I believe, Germany, another guy from France that were in UAE at that point, And they shot that with them as well. So, so man, it was it was beautiful to see. And it's such an iconic moment for me. When right. I met Charlie, it was just wow, you know? Exactly. Well, I mean, that I had no idea. I mean, that's crazy that how the universe is just like opening up itself to you, you know, um, mashallah, yeah, yeah, etc. etc. Et like 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I'm watching Charlie Sloth 4 a.m. in the morning in Saudi Arabia. I'm watching him on my laptop. Like going crazy, yeah. And then ten years later, kind of shaking his hand and having mm. his WhatsApp number and just chatting with him, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" And him in the fire in the booth, him actually <laughs> giving me respect because how he said, "Yo, I come to the UAE, I hooked up with Big Hassan Nomad, yo, take it away," and he gave me a chance to introduce the cipher, which I thought was such a classy move. Mm. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. You were there. You had your bandana on and everything, and you know what I mean. That's, but I mean, like, okay, so fire in the booth back in the day, 10 years ago or, or whatever, like, I mean, uh, how, uh, how often was it happening? Was it a weekly thing? Was it a bi-weekly? Weekly. Man, so, yeah, 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 weekly. It was a weekly thing. It was incredible. Peace out, Drake May. Drake was on it. B big Names was on it, man. You know, it was just so good. Shout right. out, May. Um, Maybe you know, a great it was, it female so vocalist. All you hip hop heads, you want a female singer who's like, yeah, hit up May. All right. Anyhow. Will do. Respect. Amazing. Shout out, mate. So, um, yeah, man, you know, it, 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 it proved it proved it's a platform because it was like you come on fire in the booth and it's a segment where you spit. Khalas, it's you and the mic and how the energy is seen. And even Charlie would say it like I am bringing the artist and then it's up to the followers and the people to judge and to see. And that's why. So he was telling me, I was like, telling, how did you get Drake? And he was telling me the story. It's available online. Long story short, they were like, they were in a club, and obviously they're like, "Yeah, let's go!" And they're like, they pulled up at 4 a.m. in the morning, and Drake were there. So have one one of the biggest rappers, if not the biggest artist in the world, come to Fire in the Booth. That's a huge um, endorsement to Fire in the Booth and what right. they can do. And that's the platform that's very important. So as a rapper right now, you could put Fire in the Booth participant on your CV because that's not everybody can get on Fire in the Booth. So for me, that was. That was so nice, um, you know, to, to, to see. And I want to thank Charlie and the Apple Music team and Nomad and, and just really everybody that was really involved on this. And to add to that, the producer, um, he actually made the beat exclusively for Fire in the Booth. And the team was so shocked. The Fire in the Booth team was so shocked that, wow, there's so much energy because usually they get any beat from the internet or whatever it is that has no copyright. So, yalla, This one was custom made for the cipher which was uh, so nice you know so yeah yeah up. well definitely and i mean is it yani haida is it a one-off or are we going to be seeing more no good question i mean look charlie sloth having have has a residency here so he's here now for a while like for two three months and he's he's going to be back and forth so it's not a one-off it's going to be more and i do believe they're talking about expanding it to other parts of the region whether it's Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Morocco, Lebanon, right? You never know. No. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice. Whether the, the rappers come here yeah. or whether we go there or they go there, which is nice. It's, it's not a one-off. Yeah. It's a show. I hope so. I hope that they can manage to make Fire in the Booth something uh, standardized 
in some way, in some capacity, because I mean, for sure, you know, travel and uh, Corona and da, 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 you know, it's, it's going to come and make things more and more complex. But at, shout at out the, to you, my brother. Shout out, shout out my sister, Venus. She's incredible. Step. Do you, are you familiar with Step, Alan? What do you, what do you mean? The, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Step, I, I mean, you know, I'm familiar. I didn't get no invitation and or the ability to perform. Ain't no fucking love for Lazy Long, bro. I'm telling you. But anyhow, tell me about this person. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, step, step, I mean, if, if, if you're doing an event in Lebanon, Venus, Step, Alan is your guy. Yeah, oh, Alan is not your guy. No, no. Don't listen to Big Haz. He don't know what he's talking about, right? I'm not your you're boy. In America. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. In, I'm in Canada. Canada. No, Canada, no. Canada. It's all good. Listen, one of one of the issues that I've had for real, yeah, and I mean, like, you know, not to be all like me, 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 but I mean, like, for real, as a Canadian slash Lebanese person, mostly identified as someone who I, I I create Western music, bro. I make rock music, okay, but at the yeah. same time, yeah. you know, I really am someone who um, believes in knowing about all of the music scene, whether it's contemporary, whether it's dance, whether it's film, like, I mean, you know, like that's just how it is. I come from a punk rock DIY. We support each other, create a community kind of thing. Right. So, Dope. but like for whatever reason, you know, like when it came to some festivals and things like that, they were like, Oh bro, but you're not, Oh, but you're not Lebanese though. Oh, but you don't really, I mean, you don't really belong here though. Right. Like you're not part of this. And it's like, yeah, sure. But I mean, I've been living in Lebanon for, you know, 10 years, 10, 15 years. And uh, we had some success, but at the same time, it's okay. It's okay. You know, uh, hot, applying know, for man, grants. To be honest with you, I, to be honest with you, sorry to cut you off. I don't think it's okay. And I was talking to, uh, to, I was talking to Chino about this yesterday and he kind of somehow told me the same thing. Like he's because he's Syrian, uh, Filipino. Mm-hmm. When you say Lebanon, and if you don't say Chino's name, you're wrong. Like he, Chino is, is, is he's in the Lebanese scene. He is, you know, in the Lebanese scene. So like you cannot, like you guys as Lazy Long, you've been there doing your music. Like it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense, man. Like for me, see, this is a I'm big fine with it. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. No, no, but it's a big problem. That's what some rappers talk about now. So if I am Somali, Rapping in the UAE. I'm not representing the UAE. Why? I've been here for 20 years. I was born and raised. My passport is not Emirati. <laughs> see, so I fucking see. Darwish. <laughs> see, that's, bro, I'm telling you, I wasn't. I'm fine with it. My, it's like when Chino posted this video of the Canadian guy, by the way. He's like a, a sushi chef or a Japanese. He was like, I am a chef in Japan and I am a, uh, or whatever the hell it is, the, like the Japanese term for what it is. Bro, mom, and luck. I understand. I do what I do. It's not popular anyway. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, to Lebanon to make rock music in English and then expect a, a, a warm welcome out of it. I do it because I like it. Yeah, bro. No, sorry. I disagree with that because I think Lebanon is also a diverse space. Like you guys in Lebanon, you speak Arabic, English, and French in the same sentence. So so, so for me, it doesn't make sense. Like, but I remember when I studied in AUB, man, and I remember... Did you do AUB outdoors? I think I, I mean, everyone, listen, listen, if you're an artist, 
from wherever, you should be performing at AUB Outdoors. It is uh, one of one of the most important uh, festivals and or uh, live events to happen in Lebanon. And I'll tell you why. Amazing. Okay. Bro, why? first of all, you end up having... Uh, in Lebanon, it's tough as it is. Yeah. To have a concert, ooh, a nice sound system, and an and 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 okay, you're having twenty thousand kids, uh, of all ages, coming to watch a performance, and those kids are gonna end up growing up and getting access to be able to go to the club and getting access to 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 whatever it is. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Yeah, I was just getting caught up in the fucking in the comments. A very, very important thing to do. And also Fed de la Musique. Do you guys have a Fed de la Musique in uh in Dubai? We, we had one, yeah, three years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, you should keep it going. You know, it's the Fed de la it's it's tough because it's like, what does it do? There's no ticket, no one earns anything. So it's like a bit of a weird situation where it's like the 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 French government is like we are here to spend money, you know, and in Lebanon will be the first people to be like, you know, sure I'll take your money and I'll make a concert and then you know expecting the whole community to perform for free. That's the thing though, you know, it's tough, right? Same thing with AUB Outdoors, you know, you are getting exposure. Uh, it's very good. You are getting exposure. Come to AUB. You play. You can to sell your uh, CD. Right? Am I doing a good Lebanese person from Ashafi? Yalla, come to Lebanon. Play for a concert for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. AUB Outdoors. AUB Outdoors, anybody who's a rapper, if you can manage to swing it and, you know, you're good, consider going there. Of course, you know, when the country is not on fire and, and soaked in feces and all that good yeah. stuff. Shout out to Demasi. Thank you so much, man. Um, yeah, but that, that's... Uh, man, yeah, so what I'm trying to say is that, you know, these are all these things, but X man, I think, you know, Hadi, this is, in my opinion, this is part of just pushing each other down because of a certain, you know... Ah, uh, he doesn't have the passport. She doesn't have the passport, man. Bro, that's the other fucking thing I wanted to talk to you. How the hell? Okay, so like, for example, if you're going to do artists that are not from the GCC and the BCC and the MENA and the, and, and the, and the, okay, how? Because Meslin, Darwish, dude, you cannot deny this dude and or uh, Mehrak or some of these other artists, the hip hop artists, but at the same time, you know, to take part in Fire in the Booth, you know, uh, Ilium, uh, other, oh, yeah. uh, uh, basically like the people who performed yeah. at Arena to perform at uh, at the Fire in the Booth. I mean, we're talking about people who facts. are working off the top of the dome. No, no, facts, you know? facts. Yeah, yeah, no. Bus visas, happen, though. But, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, look, yeah, this, this is another problem. Mm. But, but this one was the UAE cipher. So the focus, if we open it up to the Arab, can see Mashakil, man. It's hard to get five rappers out of Arabia. That's why it's difficult. So I think the next step, I would love to see an old woman line up, to be honest, out of Arabia. That's what I'm trying to push right now. Ah. Um, uh, Arab FMCs, uh, repping it. Uh, and it's very important. I don't know. Yani, I had so many conversations with so many people, man. Just the other day, I had uh, a Kuwaiti rapper. Her name is Benya on the live. And man, the amount of comments that, that came out, it was crazy, man. People were like, go to the kitchen, but go to the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, Allah, man. <laughs> when are we going to elevate, bro? 
and we we uh, need women voices to rap about women. I I respect the brothers who are rapping and and representing and pushing and and supporting the sisters, but only women themselves can express themselves in the way they want to express themselves. So I think it's important for us to have that voice. And inshallah, it comes out, but culturally it's a bit difficult and it's not easy. I mean, to be a rapper is, is not easy. To be an Arabic rapper is very difficult. To be an Arabic rapper that spits in English is whoa. To be a female rapper, Arabic, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, so it's like a all kid of walls. Well, yeah, so, I mean, listen, yeah. uh, it's a it's a shallow pool, but nonetheless, there are definitely people. And, you know, in a way, in a way, um, I think sometimes that's how people come to prominence. I think that's one of the reasons why we as a rock band in the Middle East, we were big fish in a small pond. You know, you kind of get your you get the lens put on you being like mean halband uh, from uh, Lebanon. And um, and all of a sudden, it's like they're like asking you questions and inviting you to perform. Arifit? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. No, I hear you, bro. And I think this is, <laughs> yeah, bro. See, this is, yeah, man. Look, um, subhanAllah, what I understand from this whole conversation, man, is you got to really rep you and be yourself. And man, yesterday I met an artist. He he has, check this out, 190 million, 90 million streams. 90 million streams monthly out of Spotify, right? He worked as, you go to his Instagram, he has 6,000 followers. You're like, how is that happening? And he tells you he was able to crack Spotify somehow, some way because of that niche. TikTok is the same thing right now. A lot of people are getting famous on TikTok because of certain songs that they do. Mm -hmm. And the, so, and certain just, body yeah, parts they have. But, Right. Let's not discount that. You know what I'm saying? You got a nice body part and a cool song to go along with it. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to get clicks. Yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Bro, I mean, you know, you know what it is, right? I mean, half the time, these these clips that come out viral, whatever, whatever track it is, you know, I mean, typically it's a it's a thing. I don't know how I feel about it, though. What what would you do? What would you do? As a viral YouTube, like a, a TikTok trendy thing. You know, there was like the the Kiki, do you love me, walking by the side of the car. There was the, uh, I, I don't know what, push your brother into the swimming pool. There was, I don't know what the hell, ch ch challenge or thing. If you could create your own uh, challenge to a song, uh, to your song, the the this one, okay? Let's create one right now, okay? Everybody who's watching, the the like 100 million people who are watching this, uh, this fucking thing, okay? Okay, what's the challenge? What are they doing? What are they doing? Huh? What do you got to do? What do they got to? I would, I would, I would go to the end of the song, and uh, and there's a part where Lethal Skiss scratches. I would tell them to dance on this one. Yeah, but how though? Because they got to be the same. It would be like, you know. <laughs> Keith? Laza, laza. Ida, Ida, Ida. Rewind. Rewind. What okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Demasi is saying, I love your vibe. It's my first time tuning in, and he he likes the Lebanese Joe Rogan. Ooh. Oh, Habibi. You know, what's up? What's, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, you know. Record real recognize real, real recognize real on the show, son. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I think it'll be funny. Yeah, a lot of people are asking that. But yeah, man, you know, like, I think, um, look, 
um, going viral shouldn't be any musician's uh, goal, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, it's harsh, but if you're set only to, to make things go viral and to make music to satisfy other people, then I don't know. Sometimes, man, I th- music, and you can do music for you. If it helped people, great. Because some people will be like, no, I make music to entertain people. Great. Amazing. Mm. Then do entertaining music. And what's entertainment? You know, whether it's James Brown, Michael Jackson, I don't know. What's entertainment? So maybe your music is entertaining to me, mm-hmm. but uh, X music is not entertainment. And by the way, you said is in the chat. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. Amazing. They recognize it. Yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? Send over the, the proposal, bro. You know what I mean? Like uh, Arabic content oh. in English. Send over the proposal. You know what I mean? We'll make it up. You know, sign oh, here. Umdi. Yalla. Sign it up. Funny, yeah, I love man. But yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Check them out. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I think at the end of the day, bro, it's stuff like this. What you're doing, what, what, what other people are doing. Alhamdulillah, man. Everything is, you know, mm. whatever is written is going to happen. And, and it's all our job to kind of try to express ourselves. In my way, I'm trying to do so by, like you said in the beginning, documenting, blogging, filming, interviewing, having a conversation with people. For me, one of the most amazing things, when artists tell me, I felt comfortable telling you this. And I take this as a huge, as a huge, huge thing. Because in the beginning, I wasn't like that dude, you know? It took a lot of, it took a lot of learnings and a lot of experience for, for me to... To, to, to learn this crap, crap, uh, craft because I wasn't really, I didn't study journalism or blogging or, or whatever that is that we're doing right now. It's more documenting. And, and believe me when I tell you, bro, I have my, I, I'm a radio host and right now I have a drive time show. I'm talking about whether it's vaccines and Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and mm, oh my God, this Lady Gaga, a mm. drive time show. Yeah. You know, like the BS that we talk about on the radio. But it's what, what gives me salary. It's my monthly income. So my focus is like, okay, take this money, put it in here, do that, feed the family, help 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 raise awareness about something. So for me, and now this music thing, which is interesting. So, so far, I'll be honest with you, I made three records. For me personally, I made $50 out of these three records so far. Mm. $50. Hey, maybe you should have done a viral TikTok video, bro, and you would have no $50 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you're not helping your case here, bro. You're not helping your case. I know, I know. Oh, but, but I'm not doing this for the money, man. I, I know that. <laughs> I know yeah, that. Yeah. We know so, that, bro. There's no, but yeah, 100%. There's no, no, no uh, doubt. And look, for the long haul, you're 100%. You're going to lose yourself if you're trying to do things to appease other people. You know what I mean? You're going to lose yourself. What's going on? We taking photos? Asotare! Chakira Tora! Okay, I did that. All right? Okay, cool. Done. So anyhow, um, what I was going to say is, though, there is smart way. Are we, are we running out of time? How we, is your we time? Are, I, I know, I know, Habibi. It's late, and I'm sorry. And we're going to wrap this up real no, quick, all right? No, I'm good. I'm I mean, good. all right. I mean, cool, man. You know, I'm just saying, you know. But anyhow, um, I think that it does take a creative team to kind of think of something cool in order to elevate and to infiltrate, whether it be through TikTok, whether it be through Instagram reels or whatever, right? Like, like Mamluk is coming out, right? You've got this, you've got this, this track that you've just done recently. And I think it'd be something very simple. Like it could be just like pouring, uh, you know, Finjan Ahwe. You know, it's like you're doing the Moroccan tea. Until you're like, yeah, Moroccan tea. And show me how you do the. And you're like, you take it and you're yeah, like. Alan, 
I swear, bro, this is shit. Are you, are you on TikTok? Fuck no, bro. I ain't on TikTok. I ain't what? trying. I ain't trying to be on that bro, app. Well, like, you'll make it, man. You'll make it big <sighs> on TikTok. I know, but I don't want to. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared of all the no, Asian I, inf, Asian invasion. No, no man, no. <laughs> that one, but, but think about it and let me know because I know the guys at TikTok Arabia. I think they'd love to have you. Do it up, man. Listen, I ain't gonna say. You know I mean, like. Send me, send me, send the contract, bro. Send the contract. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Genesis hip hop. I think I can see you both doing something like the breakfast club type of thing. Yeah. Why yeah, not? man. You know, look, great minds think alike. We got mad chemistry. We got mad love for arts and culture. That's it. You know what I mean? And, um, of course, look, I and mean, it, it's it well, jokes. Like interview, interviews, people, real talk, good energy, good vibes, laughing. Um, yeah. The microphone is really cool. Your sound. Dope. May yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna send you how to do this this thing because it's not that hard. But I mean, you know, you do need to have a, a bit of a sound card in the thing. I'll do a whole thing. I'll do a whole clip. I'll upload it because you know what? In this day and age, man, bro, there's gonna be more. Do that. That would be super dope. Do yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Fuck. God. Gotta we'll, share we'll, my we'll knowledge. No, I actually we'll did back in the day. Uh, Beirut Jam Sessions were actually doing a thing, and I I uploaded a clip and I tagged them in it. Uh, but nice. regardless. Um, this is going to be the new norm, by the way. A lot of people are going to be, you know, I mean, look, everybody got the, the, the phone and the camera and the thing and they go and they sing their hearts out and they're all like, mm, you know, and, the, and they get their views. But to bring the conversation back to what we was talking about, I think that it is a group of people like yourself, like, I don't know, people with big followings across the Arab region who are participating in encouraging. Well, it takes some for just one person to encourage the rest and blah, 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 blah. It, it becomes like a thing. So... No, I, I, facts, bro. I agree. But I think we're all doing it in... Uh, and everybody has a, has a way. There's this guy and, and he's out in North Africa. His name is Quifia. And he's doing it so good, man, because he was able to have a show on TV uh, about, about Arabic rap where it's like he interviews rappers, you know, and he's doing it. Uh, I'm doing it on YouTube. Uh, somebody else is doing it, like Real S. Uh, Real S is doing it, you know, out of Monte Carlo. You know, so like you know, it's just la Susi for TikTok and for making viral videos. Okay, I did a trend that you see of people being like, I got a short waist in a big bank, and da 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 da, and they show their their thighs. Okay, yeah, yeah look, I think I, I think let's adjust that a little bit. I think the the, the easy cheesy content is maybe what people. Uh, but when you sit down with the TikTok team in Arabia here, they'll tell you, oh, wow, there's a lot of things that are very serious because they've been trying to get me on for a while. And they said there's a market for serious educational stuff. It's just a matter of. So I'm like, I don't know. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Wrong lane. OK, TikTok is for for filth and for, uh, uh, you know, for like the most. Uh, like l lowest of the low type of thing, okay? And you can't be like uh, supporting conscious thought and positivity and all this stuff. My feet, my feet, it's TikTok. You stay with it. You don't understand what you're working with here, Yechey. Okay? Coffee. Uh, do, do you watch? <laughs> do you watch TikTok? I see them on Instagram. They keep yeah. resharing the shit onto Instagram. Oh, actually, I'm I'm 40. I'm 40 years old. I actually have the app. And to be honest with you, Mahmoud. I do spend 
between 20 to 30 minutes every single day watching TikTok videos. And I don't know why. It's just, it's so easy and so consumable. And it's crazy. I'm sure you know Gary V. Gary V speaks a lot about yeah. TikTok and how impactful it like it, it will be. Gary which is, V. Which is crazy. Gary V is wow. a cool guy and everything. But I mean, you know, sometimes that guy just like, you know, it's like we're not talking about a multimillionaire hacking social media. You know what I mean? Like, just get out there. Just get, it's like, bro, yeah. you making bank, you know. But anyway, no, uh, again, I'm, I'm talking about a very specific thing. Okay. Who came up with the idea to Kiki, do you love me? And, and walking on, on the, in the car. Okay. Who, who came up with that? Somebody did. A team of Koreans, of British people, of whatever. They were like, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to get this influencer and this influencer. And we're going to make it happen. And then all of a sudden, everybody and their dog, hatta, even in, in the Khalij, they're doing it. So the point of the story is, Inta, what and, and you guys have to, you know, for every new hip hop release, be the first people to do it. Anna, I can't. Well, well, look, it's happening. I mean, look, it's happening. There's a little easy out of uh, out of Saudi Arabia. He's originally Somali, but he is already doing a challenge about his song. So it's happening. But I think you're right. Uh, the hip hop maybe world, especially in Arabia, hasn't haven't caught up to TikTok yet. So that's why they see it on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram is the platform. You know, so many people using Instagram right now. But there's TikTok has a, a different, you know, fan base. It's just been wow just to see it. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, you can definitely use it for marketing and you can use it for a lot of things. Really. I'm, I'm just so trying to push these, I, these I songs. A, bro. I have a video. I have a video there on TikTok that's like 900,000 views. Why? Because it's me saying, uh, I think it was uploaded last year, me saying I went, I got on a cab in, in the UAE. And I said, Salam Alaikum. And uh, the cab driver kind of stopped and looked at me. And he's like, wow, I haven't heard this Salam in a while. So I was like, it's interesting. What? And I said how people took it. Yeah, because it was, it, was, it was two things. It was like the UAE maybe don't have a lot of people that say Salam when they ride the cab. Or not a lot of people have actually say hello how are you to whoever is serving them or whatever it is you know what i mean mm. so it was just and that got viral and it went like boom nine hundred thousand views wow like, man that's crazy you know? yeah bro you you know what the thing is ha you know big has you wholesome bro you like mad wholesome you know like it, 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 wholesome. you're wholesome you know what i mean you're like pure you're like positive <laughs> you good you know what I mean? There's not a bad bone in your body. You know, where where it's like me coming from Beirut, I'm like super corrupt. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love the vice. Ooh, hey, and I'm like, yeah, the, the zancha. Yeah. Man, to be honest, yeah, Habibi, man, uh, look, I, to, to be honest with you, and, and thank you for any saying that, but also I've had a tough, very tough life. And I know, like, I I I studied, I'm, so obviously I learned English at 17. And then I moved to Sharjah then, learned English. And then I studied in AUB for a year and a half as a freshman. And then my dad, may his soul rest in peace, got sick in Saudi. So I had to go back to Saudi, quit university, only did freshman. And then started working at a very early age, at the age of 21. I started working, or 22. And then all my friends were partying, having fun. And I started having, I worked four jobs, five jobs a day. So until I reached a level... Where, okay, you know what? I worked in sales. I worked in advertising. I worked in Batikh. And then, obviously, I launched Revolt in 2007. Mm. Um, and it was like, boom. 
and then now I'm doing what I'm doing. So I did have my share of, uh, um, but it's just, man, I think I sometimes like looking at you and how you carry a conversation, you, you're amazing because uh, <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're a fun guy for me. I am very, a bit serious, you know, and sometimes people get bored of that, but that's how I am. You know? No, yeah, Zalim, I'm not like, yeah, dude, I'm not like this at all, okay? When I say I'm that you... That you said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Look, being real and being, speaking truth and being positive and, and like trying to elevate as opposed to, you know, you're not a hater, you're not spreading gossip. That's for me to do, okay? <laughs> that's for me to do. <laughs> That's that's yeah, my jam, yeah. you know what I mean? And I mean <laughs> yeah. listen, it, it it can't be uh all good. It's like a balance of both, yin and yang, right? It's a yin and yang. I'm not going to be a hater, I'm not going to be spreading negativity and all that shit, you know what I mean? But like at the same time, I'm not going to you know, out of, you know, I, I it's not that I'll avoid uncomfortable situations. It needs to be spoken about. And you do that. Oh, yeah. You know, we do that. You know, yeah. and I think anyway. it's important, man, having all the discussions, yeah, method, and whether we talked about the, 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 you know, the, the N word gangsters, like my discussion with Hammurabi on you set was about, ga was about like, it was about, it was a, it was a long convo. It I tried to watch it because I was, I was the judge of the lyrical content and he was saying, you don't understand Moroccan. So how do you judge it? And it was like a, a good convo, really. I'm a big fan of his production, Hammurabi. I don't agree with everything that he says and how he says it. But big up to him, you know, that, that that's why I think conversations like that are needed to happen. So for me, man, the beautiful thing about Arabic rap is it's so diverse right now. It's crazy. You got the new school. You got old school. You got people in Arabic. You got people in English. You got people mixing both. You got Mahraganat fusing in. You got Sudanese fusion. You got, uh, uh, you got a lot of things. And it's so diverse to look at it. And it wasn't like that before. Because to be honest with you, when I first started, Arabic hip hop was ninety percent political, and people got sick of that. It was like halas. Yeah, bro. Siasi. So now, oh my god. Yeah, now it's diversifying, man. It's so beautiful to see, and and man, you have all these reaction videos. You have platforms. People know. Um, um, it was just our time is coming, bro. As I'm telling you, hip hop is the number one genre in the world now. I think it it, it surpassed rock two years ago and it, it is now what people listen to generally so arabic rap is gonna become something really big man a lot of people are talking about it by the way it's not me only it's like bloggers in the states snoop dog talked about it um a method man talked about it and they asked him why and the reason he said the biggest rapper up next is going to be someone out of africa or the middle east and they asked him why and they said because there's a lot of oppression there and hip-hop came out of oppression. Mm. So it's coming, man. You know, you look at Egypt, bro. It's coming. And Morocco has been there. Right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. Uh, Algeria, Tunisia, man, North Africa. I try to salute the guys in North Africa, man. Because if we want to learn anything, learn, learn. Like, you know, learn from the guys out of North Africa and the people. How they loved the artists. And that's always I say this. And, and, and you, you talk about, you know, you talk about, you know, Lazy Lung. And you talk about... It's the people's duty to support. That's what they did in North Africa. It was halas. But why did they do it? Because the music infiltrated them. The rappers there were talking about things that the streets are feeling. But if I'm in the UAE, let's say the UAE, 
80% of the population is from UK, Australia, New Zealand, India. Well, I'm rapping about something that is not relevant to this. How are they, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. going to make it. And go go to YouTube right now and see the top trend trending in the UAE. You'll see that top out of the top 10, 8 out of 10 are Indian movies or Indian songs. So like, mm. how, yani, this is how the country is. Ah. So it's very difficult for us to infiltrate that. That's why the UAE is a diverse spot. You go to Lebanon, it's also a different situation because of the internet and because, but I do believe Lebanon is actually, it's a country that's, yani, now brushed off when, when they talk about hip hop. And, and I don't like that because, you know, 961 movement and what skills did and what he launched and what you were able to do with, with the Hammurabis, with the RGBs, with the Fareel Atrash, with many people, incredible. Salah al Ras right now. So for me, it's just amazing. And there's some new cats. Uh, uh, Chino made me hear this guy called Carl. I don't know if you know Carl. Carl Fanani? Like, who, what Carl? I don't know. It was his name is Carl, like capital K A R L. Man, I was so okay. like he he does it in English. I'm like, whoa, dope. I mm. love Twenty. And 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 you know, I think I think we're a few minutes or hours away from his album, and I can't wait to to share it with the yeah, world. Yeah, man. So you had a I, it, conversation it, with Chino. Like, was that going to be aired sometime night. soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night, the interview just got live, just before this interview right now. I'm oh live. shit. Well, fuck, man, you know. So, yeah, it's a long it's a long chat, really cool. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, look, I, I, I just, like, man, I can't believe it. 60 episodes for you. I got to ask you a real question, though. Um, out of the 60 episodes. What's my favorite? No, 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 no. That's a very different, like, no. What's your what, favorite what you, rapper? <laughs> what did you... What did you gain out of these 60 interviews and 60 talks? Oh, you had? know, man, I got that Benz. You know what I mean? I got the fucking the Cobra Kai t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? I got I got all kind of things. Girls be hitting me up at wedding proposals. You know what I mean? My life changed, bro. Got my hair back. I was bald. Now it's growing back. You see all the hair coming back in. You know what I mean? My life done changed. What did I get out of this? What did <laughs> I get out of this? On, on an emotional level, at least. Okay. On, an, on some real shit, bro. On some real shit. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, pandemic done happened and is still happening. And, you know, it, uh, a lot of it, the hardest part for me, because I'm somewhat of a social person. Okay. I like being able to hang out with my friends and, 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 and right now when all of a sudden the world is put on lockdown and you're no longer able to connect with people. I needed this for my own mental sanity. Okay. Like there's a, there's a meme out there somewhere that says, nice. you know, that, um, you know, men don't go to therapy. They start podcasts. Okay. Wow. And, I need that. Right. Right. I need that. Show me that. Oh, wow. Yeah. You find it it's somewhere out there and it couldn't be kind of, it can't be, it's kind of true, you know? And, um, the thing is, is that I've had the, um, I've been blessed to have met a lot of really cool people. And to know them in some capacity, working at Radio Beirut, doing concerts, collabs, whatever. Um, and I, I mean, back in the day, I had my own uh, radio show as well. It was called Beirut Banter. Yeah. And that kind of, yeah. you know, hit the, hit, you know, sunk um, along with that no, venue. I love, I love what you're doing, bro. The way, the way you're doing it, it's so dope, by the way. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I just want to shout out my brother, Camille. Man, and that's the first time. I'm, I don't want to flip the camera, but I have to flip it. Camille Karam. Okay. He has a thing called Yahala Studio, bro. I'm about to show you. Okay. Look, that's what Camille does. Camille. Oh, damn. He, 
he 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 kind of jam old uh old posters old posters and and puts them all together and and puts them the real really cool guy man like he has posters and books that no one has seen in ages bro shout out to Salam. Yeah, shout out to Salam. You know, we was we, we was talking briefly. Hopefully, he'll come on the podcast and and we can have some uh, some conversation about a lot of things about art. We're gonna be talking about music, raps, the whole what thing. Salam, by the way, uh, just kind of reversing the question I asked you. Yeah, Salam was one of the guys that that's why I love the podcast because I didn't know him, so I didn't connect with the music. But then I had the podcast with him, mm. and man, I now understand how his mind thinks, and it was so nice. Because that have helped me to understand his music when I had a conversation with him. So Zubda is sometimes all you need to do is have a conversation with somebody. Like right. to have a conversation. So um, shout out to, you know, to, to him. He's such a, he's an artist, artist. Like he's in the UE. I'm, I'm, I want to meet him. He's in the UE here. Uh, it'll be a nice meeting, hopefully, to see him. So, uh, and to meet him. Yeah. And if, uh, man, there's so, and, and that's what I'm saying. So you meet so many people, bro. And it's all under this whole conversation and it's good vibes, good energy. So again, thank you for having me, my brother. Like, I know oh, it's, 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 it, it takes two again, you know? Yeah, yeah. It takes two to uh, to tango, son, you know? But... Um, Facts. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Anna, I'm pretty sure that your, um, you know, your eyes are going to close at any moment. It's it's mad late for you right now. And we've gone... Uh, we've I, actually... I watch NBA, bro, so I'm good. Yeah. You know? Two hours, bro. We did two hours. Amazing. You know, is, that, is that the longest? That might be actually. Uh, you're two minutes. Uh, you're five minutes uh, longer than the, uh, a previous one. It was actually Jackson. If you remember Jackson, <laughs> do you know Jackson? Jackson Allers. Allers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my homeboy. Exactly, That's man. Funny. Another, yeah. another, like shout out, big shout out Legend. to Jackson fucking Allers, bro. That guy. Jackson Allers. Jackson Allers is an incredible dude. He. I love that Jackson Addis, man. I love him. He's yeah. amazing. You know, Beats and Breaths podcast, been talking about hip hop for a long, long time. You know, that LA connection, that 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 yeah. arm to America. It's interesting, you know, like with you with you to the Khalij and, and to the other part of the Arab world as a whole, and with Jackson and some other people out there, you know, it's there's a powerhouse, and, bro. And, and, and Alan, that's exactly uh, I'll, I'll end it with this. That's exactly why Arabic rap cannot be seen as one. It's, 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 when I say one, meaning you can't say, uh, Big Hush, who's the best Arabic rapper out there? It's very difficult. If you look at North Africa, different than Levant, different than the GCC, different than Egypt and Sudan, and different than just the whole. When I say Egypt and Sudan, by the way, I keep saying it. Egypt and Sudan are really their own entities. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just mental how powerful they are as a, as a country. So North Africa, Moldova, whereas in America, they rap in English, in American, whatever you want to call it, right? It's one. But you go to France, you know, hip hop in France is mm. so big. It's really? Huge. Is it? Like, I'm fucking with you, dude. Of course it's fucking <laughs> Bro, it's, yeah, yeah, and yeah, guess yeah. what? That's what I meant. 90% of the hip hop artists in France are originally North Africans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, you know, like the top, the top artist in Italy is originally Moroccan, you know, or Jazeera. Like, bro, like, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Respect. <laughs> uh, but that's no, the beautiful thing about it. But respect for be sure. Yourself, 
be yourself. If you if you can support people, do that. It's easy. Go show love and show support, and and stop asking questions, dumb questions like who's the best rapper. There's nothing like yeah, that. but like what? Who's your favorite rapper though? Right? Like who's your favorite <laughs> rapper though? Because like. <laughs> You have a favorite one, right? Like your favorite rapper? It's like your favorite. Favorite rapper for me that I listen to? I'm See, listening. <laughs> no, if I mean, look, I, I have a lot, but one of them I want to shout out right here is Booker Thum. Booker oh, Thum for me. Booker Thum is somebody that, uh, that, that uh, his energy and his vibe and what he was able to express has saved me from a lot of uh, things, you know, dark things. And he, and his, and, and what he did for the people and how, when I did an interview with him, I was just telling Chino that, I did an interview with Bukur Thum. Mm -hmm. And I, I will not, I will kid you not. I received, me, me, I received over 100 messages after the interview about what Bukur Thum did, what the music for Bukur Thum did for them. And man, I'm not talking about, it was nice rolling down the windows. No, I'm talking about like really crazy shit. So mm -hmm. for me, that is a true uh, definition of an impact of an artist. If I'm getting 100 messages, he's getting thousands. So for me, uh, I oh, got no. it personally. That was so nice to, to see. So to have someone like that is so pure. That was so so dope. And and thank you for having me, my brother. Yeah, dude. Some people were calling you uh, as, a, as a wrestler here in Arabic. Do, do, you, do you follow wrestling? No. Okay. Yeah. Some people was like, who's that wrestler you're talking to, Big Hus? Uh, I'm talking to <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. You know me. Uh, you know, I just want to tell you that I'm going to take the uh, championship <laughs> down. And uh, thanks so much to everybody for listening to the podcast with Big Hus. Okay. You can call yeah, me the podcastinator. But uh, listen, Anjad Lalkil, Yani, Tashukur. Habibi, man. Tashukur Lalkil. Honestly, man, you know, anything and everything you can do to help. Uh, elevate each other, respect, um, love, love, love the music that you've come out with. I'm looking for uh, for more, man. All right, I'm dropping. I'm dropping a new record uh, this Friday. It's gonna be an English record, and I, on that point, I want to say, dear artists, and I know you'd agree with this, Alan. Dear artist, not every song that you drop out there has to be, uh, uh, you know, a hit. Do music and 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 release it, and it's gonna be amazing. So. This one has a Libyan artist, Mubaki, and 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 um, gibberish who's Sri Lankan, uh, just an incredible one. Shout out Jason Zane. We did mention your name. I think Noah mentioned your name. Yeah, We're talking about the UAE. Zane is one solo fire in booth. Jason Zane. I want to say this, Alan, real quick. Sorry, Jason Zane. When the guys from Fire in the Booth heard him, they said. First of all, it was the brain emoji. You know, it was like poof. lyrically, this guy is another level. Uh, and what's interesting about him is the following. He has one song that is out on the streaming, on the on the internet. But when this guy gets on the mic, he has 5,000 songs that he can do. That's, oh, that's how shit. powerful he is in terms of lyrical ability, mashallah. So Jason Zane, I can't wait for your fire in the booth. That's my friend, Alan. He has this podcast. Just an amazing podcast. Yeah, and, man, hit uh, me up in the DMs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's make some magic. You know what I'm saying? We make some fucking music. You know what I mean? We'll do a podcast, hip hop, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I oh love you, bro. Thank you so much for having me, and and thank you for showing love and support. And by the way, I want to say something. Thank you for 
uh, highlighting the Lebanese scene as well, because I know that you put that into your perspective. And I think it's important. And for me, I listen and I see you, by the way. I watch the episodes afterwards, maybe sometimes. Like I've seen your episode with Chino. Uh, I've seen that was a good episodes, one. Some other episodes, and I love it, bro. I've seen the one with Elfil. I didn't know much about Elfil, bro. And I love him. Don't sleep on him, man. man. He's like he's that just like a little guy who's just like lurking. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, yeah. I make music I in my basement. What do I you love, know, bro? I, no, I love Elfil, and I think he's amazing. And and but it was so nice to get to know his personality, and I I got to know that through you now. So, so that's big up, bro. You know. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. Well, let's do it again. You know, you're always welcome on the podcast. Oh, Habibi, oh, Shtatnelak, oh, Bshufak. You know, again. Hey, top number one podcast for all of Lebanon. Top number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Habibi, have a good night. Yalla, tisbala khair, okay? Yalla. Salam, salam. Yeah, that's what's up, everybody. Boom, podcast in the bag. We doing it up. Make sure you subscribe. Please hit me up in the DMs with all the things that you want to hear about next. Uh, we've got really, really great shows coming up. You know what I mean? We got, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me show you some things, all right? Let me show you some things. So that was Big Hass. Love the design. Love the whole feel, all right? Tomorrow, oh shit, what, what, what happened? Tomorrow, where's my boy at? Yes, tomorrow on the show, we've got Grave Jones, all right? Grave Jones, we're going to be talking about, you know, rock and roll music and all that goodness. And then the day after that, it's going to get serious. I'm so, so scared for this guest, dude. It's the first time I have to be so refined, you know what I mean? She's like a cellist. She's all like, you know, somewhat hectic. You know? She's like uh, elegant or reserved classical music. And uh, I'm kind of shitting my pants. But Mohem, that's this week. We're keeping it alive and correct. Ilium supposed... Yo, Ilium, if you're watching this, bro, because you're not watching it, but you should be. Uh, you know, he's coming on the show. Selim, uh, a bunch of other people. You know, we're doing it up, man. I love you all. And uh, we'll see you soon, all right? Peace, love, and happiness on Instagram. Yeah.